Hey guys, how are you? We are live Sunday, November 26 at 7 10 p.m. So sorry, I thought I had enough time, but almost running on it. Quite a bit behind, by the way. Running quite a bit behind today, and um, I apologize. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to get Tim on. I thought I had like at least 20, 20 minutes actually to get on the show, but um, things were different. So my apologies. I wish all you guys are doing well. Transmitting live from Southern California and Ohio via Tim. And I am your host, Doc, here at the East Coast. And we got Tim in the middle of the U.S. of A. A little bit of bring on the night cover by the police in the background. It's an appropriate music for uh, the evening. Bring on the night, bring on the weirdness, and bring on all the other things that come into the strange live. Strange days live. Yesterday we had an awesome broadcast. Thank you very much for all the listeners, and thank you for all of those, um, for all the people that joined the show. And uh, I'm very thankful for our friend who, who actually called in. And here we go. Tim, Mr. Tim, how are you, buddy? Tim's tips online trying to get, I think he's trying to get, um, um, how would I say it is? Try to get ready with the broadcast too. So we got our, everything in the live section here to the comments. We have Al Bundy. Hey, how are you, Al? Nice to have you back. I hope uh, you and Peggy are mending things. Life is short meant those issues we have genie bottle genie i love having you here i need you to call i need to get part of this you've been a faithful listener for a long time and i do we both uh, tim and i appreciate this a lot so thank you so much i think tim's online um and then uh sounds like bigfoot okay great i would love to sound like bigfoot uh tim are you on i'm here can you hear me Am I yes. am I good to go? Alrighty. Sorry about that. You know, I um, I thought it was like maybe like seven fifty five, six fifty five. I looked at the time and it was like seven ten, and I was still tinkering with the you know with the strange live um, with the streamyard. So I apologize for that. Oh, you're okay. it's all good, man. I was I was just sitting here waiting. I was ready to go. Quick question, Tim. When I send you the link, does it prompt you for uh, for any particular browser to use? 
Um, I had to switch over to Chrome. Okay. Because when I started, it was remember I was having a hard time. I I, it, I had to switch over to Chrome, and that worked really well for me. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Um, because I, I I kind of sent myself a message, and it was prompting me to go to Safari, and I'm like, what is Safari? Who uses Safari? So, I, yeah, it's never prompted me to do that. Okay, what wonderful. So, um, how was your day, my friend? Um, I'm gonna be honest. Been a rough weekend for uh, Tim here. My Ohio really? State Buckeyes lost. My Cleveland Browns lost. My Cavs lost to your Lakers. Uh, the bank. <laughs> yeah, I just had a. Uh, uh, it was rough watching my football team lose today. Other than that, I'm good. You know. <laughs> It was a good any day. Other than that, any consolation? My, my, my Raiders lost too. So, um, you know, yeah. we, were playing, we were playing the Chiefs. We started off strong, but um, we didn't remain strong. And finishing. You're a Ra- uh, you obviously a Raiders fan. That's right. You stuck with them moving to Vegas. Were you were you cool with that? Yeah, even though I, you know, originally when we got two teams back in LA. Uh, we had the option of, of uh, I, I thought the Rams for sure were coming back, and then we had the options of the Chargers and the Raiders, and I was hoping that the Raiders would come, but uh, for some uh, reason, I don't know why they got the, you know, they got the Chargers out of San Diego. They shouldn't have done that. San Diego's a great city for a sports team. Yeah, I agree. And I San agree. Di- San Diego has like zero following in LA. It was embarrassing. Um, in the first few years when they were playing, uh, where the LA Galaxy plays a very small, uh, it's a very small stadium. They couldn't even fill the stadium. Yeah, that's got to be kind of embarrassing. You know, I must really, uh, when it comes to sports, man, it must really suck uh, to lose to lose a team. Uh, um, spe- it. Uh, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. It really does. Um, growing up for me, you know, uh, the, uh, we didn't have the Cleveland Browns during like. You know, until like I think my senior year. Um, so like, you know, I played football my whole my whole childhood, and we didn't have the. You know, I had them when I was a kid, and then they left when I was in like seventh grade or something. You know, or sixth grade or something, and never had them. So yeah, it was it was like detrimental to Clevelanders because we love our Cleveland Browns. You know. Yeah. No, I bet the other thing uh, <clears throat> to consider, man, it's. Can you imagine being um, living in Oakland? You're losing all your teams. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. That's why. That's why I couldn't even imagine that. They still got the Golden State Warriors, though. Kind of. No, no. They they moved. They, they play in San Francisco. San Francisco, right? You know, at one point you had you had the, the A's. Well, you still have the A's for a few years. You had the Raiders and you had the, the Warriors playing within like a five rate five hour radius. Now they don't have you know, they have the ace, but who's gonna go see the race when they know they're moving out? Right. And and I mean Oakland's probably not the best place people don't really want to go there. Is that the reasoning? Well the thing with Oakland it, it's a mismanaged city. <laughs> and so what happened is that it's uh it's really fall it's really fallen on hard times. There's a lot of uh there's a lot of violence in that city there's a lot of uh it's just that it's a messy city you know it has a lot of violence a lot of drugs kind of like new orleans just like bad politics you know messy just a lot you know a lot going on i feel like new orleans is the same way 
Yeah, I've never been to New Orleans. Uh, how's uh, you? You've been there a few times. I've never been there, but they have the same like crime, you know, drug, uh, murder rate, you know, very similar. And they can't they can't keep a pro team other than I guess a football team. Um, when um, prior to what was it, Katrina, right? Right. So prior to Katrina, the, as, you, as you know, the LA didn't have a sports team for the long for a long time, and there was grumblings and rumors that uh, that the Saints were going to be moving to LA. So the Saints were going to be moving. That would have been cool. Yeah, the LA Saints. It would have kind of would have flowed. Yeah, instead of the uh, Angels, Los Angeles Saints. Hmm. Los Angeles Saints, right? Angels we, Saints. We, we yeah. weren't. Um, we didn't have a sport, uh, a, a football team here for 20 plus years, I would say. I feel like, you know, don't take this the wrong way, but I feel like maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just from the outside looking in, but I feel like LA. Fi- no, actually, that is not true because Raiders fans, when because I, I had season tickets at one point, and Raiders fans were the probably some of the most hardcore traveled fans that I had, like, one of my most fun games to watch you know go to was with against the raiders because they always travel they had you guys have the same type fans we do you know we have we have hardcore uh we have hardcore fans man yeah yeah same thing with the lakers i mean the the lakers is a a religion in southern california yeah i really thought it was really funny i know i don't know what you felt but when lebron first went to to la and they were not very happy remember they kept like they were making murals of them and people kept scribbling it and taking it down and stuff like there's a lot of hate for lebron i don't know why man he's a i love lebron i think the guy is he's a good role model he has a you know stable family he has good kids um he's an investor i think people don't sorry go ahead i I think people just don't like him because of his politics and he just always has something to say you know like I think if he, and he also is associated with a lot of uh, occult stuff, people like Jay Z and Beyonce and uh, um, other stuff like that. So I think people just see him in a different way, and then he tries to come off a certain way. Um, all seeing eye or whatever they do. Yeah, if if you look at his pregame ritual in Cleveland, he he does. He does that. He does like a full like, like he's bringing in this like he does like a full ritual before the games where he's it's really crazy and he talks about how like, and so does Beyonce and other people like they have an alter ego when they take on the court like they like channel some sort of alter ego and it's like they're not themselves when they play. You should look into that. It's it's a real thing. Like, uh, no, I try, you know, I, beyond, you know what I'm talking about? The, no, definitely. I, I know it, it's all these ticks and all this weird things and slapping themselves. And no, definitely. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with it, man. I've seen it. Um, yeah. So. It's almost, they make it seem like you got to join this fraternity or whatever it is in order for you to be able to. Yeah. And you know, and, in, and it's like, why why wouldn't you if if they're gonna keep you that give you that much money i mean 
um, to keep it a secret or keep whatever secret and it, for it to be a club. I mean, some of the guys just sit on the bench and have to say anything, you know? Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> I think there's probably like a certain amount of money you got to own uh, for you to be able to make it in. But keeping it a secret, I mean, if, if that's the case, you're doing a poor job. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if that's the case. I, I more think about like their business with like how they have NBA China and their business overseas and how they they uh so I think that was the main thing with LeBron when he was over in China right before the uh scandemic happened. Remember um the yeah. and there was the thing with Hong Kong and he he uh I think it was Daryl Morey from the Houston Rockets said something about free Hong Kong and like he, he basically oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, this is yeah. Thing, okay, so you gotta bow your you gotta bow uh, bow your knee to China because um, if you own a business, uh, especially a global business like that, the NBA, uh, a lot of money gets uh, you know they they're, they're big consumers, right? So right. They need to. They need to appease. I mean, you don't want to. You don't want to piss people off in China where they're consuming your product. So, uh, people have cre- uh, criticized LeBron for sort of uh, dismissing uh, out front things that are occurring in China. But then again, you know, I, I mean, this guy's the face of the NBA. I mean, would you? How, how much? Um, what would you do if you were in situation? You know. I mean, how much money do you need? You know um he's literally a billionaire um yeah i don't know man i i i like i was more on like the Kyrie bandwagon you know um he people were calling him crazy people were calling him and Kyrie irving for those that don't know he was the guy that played in new york or for new jersey who wouldn't get the vax and everybody was calling him crazy and just tearing him down and um he never got it and he ended up winning you know because he never got it but i will give lebron this lebron did say leave Kyrie alone just let him you know it's his choice i i I will say that that was one thing that lebron did you know uh come out and say usually he comes out against all that though you know what rubbed me, uh, what, what rubbed me the, the wrong way uh, from the NBA's perspective was when they uh, they punished uh, Kyrie from posting a link to this this, this movie. You know. I think oh yeah, yeah. I, all of that. They were just they they remember they made him go through that like sensitivity training or whatever. Yeah, no, I think that was really uncalled for. I mean, you, I agree. I know, I know you have, uh, you have to keep. But I mean, this guy only posted a link for a movie and he ended up apologizing or, or whatever he did. But I mean, you do have, um, you know, you, you do, you should have some freedoms. It doesn't, you know, you can't just be appeasing the boss all the time. You know what the link? You know why they were mad? Because Alex Jones was in the in the in the video that he posted. That's what. I mean, that's why he had to apologize. I don't know. That. I saw. I, I yeah. actually rented that movie and I watched like a few ten minutes, but it was so much junk. Um, yeah. I, I mean, was it about scene. like? 
Is it about religious? Like, uh, the it, yeah, the about, Jewish uh, people? No, no, no. It has to do with... Uh, so there's a sect of uh, African Americans that they believe that they're the, the real Jews. Oh, the tri the 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 tribe of Israel, the the right. yeah yeah, um, and so they by them believing that they're the original Jews, obviously they 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 think that the the people that call themselves Jewish now are lying, and so that passes off as being an anti-Semitic movie. Mm. There's this guy that I got that I listened to. He's funny as heck, man. He's a uh, he's like, supposed to be like some kind of preacher. Uh, his name is uh, I'll find him right now. But he, he's he's an African American guy, and he brings you know he brings people that are he brings people from like BLM movement, and he will bring people that are part of like the the Zionist movement. And he just point blank asking questions, and he he's hilarious. Uh, are you talking about jesse yeah jesse lee peterson bro yeah that's my dude i love jesse man i love jesse bro i don't agree with yes all his belief. I don't know no no with... i don't agree with all his beliefs but i love when he calls people out man beta beta love it <laughs> I love it. Like he was when somebody's trying to put a tr somebody's trying to put the, you know to prove their point, and you can tell he's not the Jesse doesn't believe anything. So he goes, "That's amazing, amazing, like, that, <laughs> amazing." amazing. And just cut him off. And it's funny because he corners people, and people won't answer any. You know, people don't answer anything, man. Yeah, one of the I think one of the most classic Jesse moments was back in like uh, I would say it was like the nineties. There was, uh, I, I don't know what color exactly the reporter was, but she was interviewing a white guy calling him racist or something. And he just, you know, like the way she worded it was really just like racist herself. And he stepped in and just like said it completely straight, the whole scenario. And it was just classic Jesse. And it was like way before, you know, you ever knew who he was. So, uh. He stuck to his um he stuck to his message for a long time. Yeah, I like him. He, I like people that, that don't have a that don't uh, have any um reservations about speaking uh what their truth is, the, you know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Go here, uh, we're going to go to the chat and see how everybody else is doing. We got uh Jimmy uh it says you are quiet tim is twice as loud background music sounds i'm stuck in the real uh, okay good because okay let me see here i got some headphones today uh just so i can get a clear um, yeah put them on headphone I, I have headphones on and that's probably why i sound uh, i do have them on oh you do hmm yeah okay so i lower the background music and, well, Tim naturally sounds louder than me. Okay, so that's a fact. Yeah, he's uh, he's a soft, he's soft spoken. I'm a soft, I'm I'm a soft spoken guy. Uh, yeah. So, Genie, if you can give us th this is uh, how, how do I sound? This is um, increasing it a little bit more. Okay, here we go. So I'll how try do to I sound uh... now, Genie. Okay, background music sounds. Just if I'm stuck in, you are stuck in an elevator, uh, genie, and we are going. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
Let's try Night Drive. I'll try. I'll try to use my like low, uh, Barry Manilow voice. I just need. I like to have stuff in the background, man. I don't know. Whatever. That sounds good. Better. Just that little. All right, so we, yeah, we that sounds better to me too. Because you were sounding, it, I mean, I could hear you because I had my headphones on, but you were sounding. The music was kind of drowning you out. Over, overpowering. Yeah. Right, good, right? It should be fine. Okay. Um, so a couple of things uh, today. Uh, I would, well, you know, we always pick a certain type of topic to kind of get the the show on the road, if you will, and. Today, I, I wanted to uh, maybe delve a little bit into a mysterious uh, historical figures. When I asked, uh, Tim, if I asked you naming a mysterious historical figure, who comes to mind? Um, Like, what do you mean by figure? Like a human being or yeah, uh, like yeah, a not, object? Not like an no, not an apparition. Just like a figure, like somebody in history who's... Uh, who's either had a mysterious life or who's had uh, some mystery surrounding them. Maybe they disappeared. Maybe. Bob Marley. Really? Bob Marley. Absolutely. He's had a wild life and he had nothing bad. Um, you know, you know, they tried to assassinate him. Um, they ended up, he had a supposedly was injected with cancer. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, he's got a crazy story. He's one that I, 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 I think of. I have my reservations about being injected with cancer, but then again, I'm... <laughs> well, there's a, there's a CIA agent who came out and admitted to it. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's true or what, you know, but that's the rumor. I mean... I don't know if you can actually inject somebody with cancer, though. That's the thing. I don't know either. I know you can with with hiv i know there's another rumor yeah. another you know so, so what i heard is this what I, bob marley was an avid soccer player and uh during one of the soccer games he injured or he started having pain in one of his toes turns out he went to the doctor get it examined and they told him that it was cancer okay uh and then he based on his religious beliefs you could not uh Cut any part of your body out so he let the cancer progress until you know it was too late um is there hmm there's there's an i mean why did they want to shoot why did they want to assassinate him remember they told him not to go out and do his concert and they uh shot up his house oh no and he ended up doing the concert anyways yeah, no, definitely. I mean, these are all political. Um, they were, you know, they were political figures. This is what I understand from the Bob Marley shooting. It had to be with uh, an ele a presidential um, election. Okay. Um, and so what happened was that he was uh, supporting uh, one candidate and then he went to the event uh of another candidate, and, and that's when uh, things went south. Of here in America? No, it was that was in Jamaica. Okay, I thought it for some reason it was in my like I mean, I know he got shot and like they shot him shot up. I thought the show that they told him not to play was in like Miami or something for some reason. No, 
So this is the, the Bob Marley uh, is connected to us, an incident that occurred in December of 76, which is commonly referred to as the Smile Jamaica concert. Uh, in Jamaica in the 70s, there was political turmoil and violence associated with rival political factions. Marley, who was a prominent figure in Jamaica culture and international acclaim for his music and message of unity, was seen as a symbol of hope and peace. On the night of December 3rd of 76, two days before the scheduled Smile Jamaica concert organized by the Jamaican government to promote both peace and unity amid the political tensions an identified gunman attacked Bob Marley at his home in Kingston. Uh, during the attack, Marley, his wife Rita, and manager Don were injured by gunshot wounds. Uh, and then, despite being injured, Bob Marley decided to perform at the concert as a suggestion of his commitment to peace and unity. And there's a very cool video in which it shows uh, Marley performing at this festival. And he, he there's a part when like he makes a gesture. He like I think he opens his shirt and he makes signs of a gun and he kind of waves his hand back and forth saying no. Uh, yeah. So it basically gave him more of like a, like a supernatural, you know, feel. It was very cool, like gesture, you know, saying like bullets can't harm me or. Right. And or, or you can't harm me, you know, and even if you do, I'm not scared of you, you know, like, you, you know, then that's that's showing that their power, you know, they don't have power over him is big, you know, that's sure. huge. And like, and I, when you said that, like, and I say that because he's just so mythical, like, you know, especially in Jamaica. And then, you know, I, I look at it like, and I have it written down Two people I have written down as topics or whatever. So it be, was Prince and Princess Diana. Those are other two figures. And we're, you know, but, but John Lennon is where I'm sorry, where I was going to go with, it was like, seems like, the people that want to bring people together with peace and love they were trying to take out in my opinion is that something that you saw or no in regards to the john lennon uh the john lennon's assassination i think it was uh chapman um he was he, okay so uh, the killer, uh, I forgot his first name, but his last name was Mark, Mark Chapman, I believe was the name of the, the killer who assassinated John Lennon. He was like basically trying to live like John Lennon. Uh, I mean, this guy, um, he lived in Hawaii. He married somebody of Hawaiian descent, you know, just like uh, John Lennon had married somebody like Yoko Ono. I think he probably maybe dressed even like, like John Lennon. And there was this whole thing with uh, a book that uh, the Mark Chapman uh, was reading. It was the, um, and, and he was, uh, according to him, he said that the book was speaking to him. He was reading uh, J.D. Salinger's The Catcher and The Rye. And so there was like a whole convolution of like depression. He was like maybe seeing things and he kind of sought out his mission as, as, as taking down John Lennon, which is, he actually idolized. Um, um, you know, I, yeah, it sounds too much like the, uh, JFK, um, story in a way. I don't know. I think I, I, I agree with what, what, what Jeannie said, kind of like his anti-war stance. And I think, I think the CIA had something to do with it also. I just don't believe in coincidence like that. Like, 
But that's just me. Um, and George is saying that he can't hear you still. Is he the is he the only one that can't hear me, George? Um, damn. Let me. Could, you said you're very low. Okay, I'm gonna take off. The, how about um? How about now? I just took the. That sounds way better. Took the headphones off. Yeah, I can already tell that's better. Can you um? What about you, Tim? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, for me it sounds way better. Let me make some changes because I I make some weird. One second, buddy. Just hang on. Here. Can you hear me, um, Tim? I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, good. I'm back to my old speakers here. Okay. Um, uh, there's feedback there's though for me now. Yeah. I know because what what's going on? What's happening is that the the my speakers is picking up. So let me just go back to my um. Let me just go go, go back to my audio. Oh, I I probably know what it is, bro. These dumb headphones come in with a built-in microphone. So I'm probably getting um, picked up somewhere. Just, just mics. Uh, go ahead and address the crowd while I kind of fix this, if you don't mind, bro. All right. Um, let's see. Who are we got in the chat here? We got Jeannie and George. Um, it's hard to... It's... It's hard to talk because all I can hear is myself right now. Um, there, it went away. Um, yeah, you know, I, when, when you when you asked me that question and I said Bob Marley, I mean, I was aware of the, you know, a lot of the stuff, but you 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 seem to be way more, um, and that's awesome because that's why I brought it up because it's a mystery to me. You know, he's always been a like a almost like uh he's just like a legend like a legendary you know i named my cat after him you know <laughs> um he's just been, he's just always had a like a mis a mystique about him that was always good vibes no matter no matter well, that's what funny, dude, and like i i had a cat named marley too did you yeah i, he, I named my... go ahead no i was gonna say i named him uh, I got him in Cleveland and I was driving back to Columbus and he was like, you know, just fit in my hand and Exodus came on, you know, the, the CD changer switched over to Exodus and it was like, wow, and he just sat up and was looking around, was looking around. I'm like, oh, found a bot. Guess his name is Marley. So he earned yeah, his I, name. Um... I always name my my pets under musicians. I have a I had another cat named Billy, and I named him under like Billy Corgan from the Pumpkins. Cool. I've had a couple of uh, I've had a couple of uh, Elvises. I had a, 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 a dog named Elvis, and uh, yeah. So I wonder I wonder if if you guys can hear me better now. Um, They're saying this... there you go. Head thumbs up. Okay, perfect. So that's better. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so so do I. Do we? Um, excuse me. 
does uh, Tim and I sound about the same? Because I don't want to overpower him. What is a hell? Yeah, he, he okay. said we sound good. good okay, deal. thanks, George. So both of us sound even, correct? I'm just going to... I'm a little obsessive compulsive, so we both sound about even, correct? I'm going to take that yes as a yes, otherwise I'll be here struggling. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. Um, I'll put it even closer. How about that? Perfect. Wonderful. Thank you, guys. So in regards to mysterious historical figures, that's cool. You, um, I... I <laughs> I like totally like some crazy. Like, have you ever heard of like the Count of Saint Germain? The, the Count of Saint Germain. The Count. No, nah, can you? Nah, no. Um, no. Or maybe if I have, uh, I just don't remember at the moment. But uh, not nah, enlighten me. All right. So the Count of Saint Germain um, is a mysterious figure from European history who lived approximately in the 18th century. And he's been the subject of various legends and stories, often described as an enigmatic and immortal character with remarkable talents and knowledge. So let me give you a few points on the life of Count of St. Germain. His origins, obviously exact origins are unknown, but he claims to have been born late in the 17th century. Uh, this was a gentleman who was multilingual and multi-talented. He was known by his exceptional linguistic skills. He was fluent in many languages. He was a skilled musician, very skilled artist. And he often presented himself as a diplomat and alchemist and both as a philosopher. Uh, this gentleman used to have a very uh, ex exclusive social circle. He moved in the elite European social circle and was often seen at the court of various European monarchs. Uh, including Louis XV of France, Frederick the Great of Prussia, uh, and he claimed to possess the elixir of life, which granted him immortality. So he practiced and dabbed in the arts of alchemy and mysticism. Um, he had to have made various claims about his ability to transmute base metals into gold, you know, alchemy, and to have deep knowledge of the occult. Throughout his life, St. Germain was involved in diplomatic missions and political intrigue. He played a role in various negotiations and sometimes sent on secret missions. And uh, the details of St. Germain's later life and his eventual fate are very uncertain. He was said to have disappeared from the historical records and his death uh, remains a mystery. Some legends suggest that he may have achieved immortality. And the odd thing is that... Uh, through various uh, different ages, there's por portraits of people uh, that look a lot like the Count, uh, but uh, I believe that they're from uh, different ages. Hence, the fact that he was uh, somebody who would never pass. Gotcha. Like a vampire, maybe? Not really a vampire, just somebody who was able to kind of, maybe through alchemy or through um, something, was able to kind of find... Uh, the key to uh, longevity or, or just not passing away. Gotcha. That's creepy. Yeah. I know, right? Absolutely. So, um, I'm trying to think of, man, now you come with that. Now you set the standard so high. <laughs> you just set the standard really high. Um, Jeez. Um, then you have like uh, Rasputin too. You've you've heard about Rasputin, right? No. 
Never heard about Rasputin? Rasputin? Okay. Yeah. No. Is that like, uh, <laughs> is that Vladimir's cousin or something? <laughs> so basically, uh, like, Rasputin. I'm joking. I'm oh, okay, yeah, and I figured. So uh, this gentleman, Rasputin, uh, his full name was Grigory uh, Yefimovich Rasputin. Uh, he was a Russian mystic and controversial figure who lived in the late 19th to early 20th. And, uh, you know, he's primarily known for his close association with the Russian imperial family, particular Tsar Nicholas II and uh, Serena Alexandra uh, during the final years of the Russian Empire. Um, you, you um, in his early life, he was born in 1869 in Russia and Siberia. He grew up in a remote village, and uh, he had the he was attributed with being a mystic and a faith healer. And uh, he developed a strong reputation about healing. So he gained notoriety, excuse me, notoriety when he entered the royal court of Tsar Nicholas II and Serena Alexandra. He was able to alleviate the suffer of their hemophiliac San Alexei, which endeared him to the imperial family. So he had a, a lot of influence within the Russian court, and it kept on growing because this guy just seemed to be able to do things that at the time were impossible. He became a trusted confidant of the Serena himself, uh, herself, and he even uh, advised on political matters and appointed uh, appointments began to affect uh, the Russian government decisions. So his role as a mystic and sort of as a healer uh, developed into something that he was probably not prepared to do. So Rasputin's presence at the court, and it's he had very orthodox, unorthodox behavior, uh, very you know reported debauchery and influence. Uh, it caused a lot of scandals, and um, it's also been reported that his influence could have led to the decline of the Russian Empire, as well. Uh, in December 1916, a group of novels who were concerned about his influence uh, actually kidnapped him. And um, they lured him into a meeting, not kidnapped, but they lured him into a meeting and they poisoned him, shot him, and eventually drowned him in the Neva River. So, you know, uh, if you're, you know, what are the, 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 the family involved are, are known as the Romanovs. You're familiar with the Romanovs? Um, I've, I've heard of them. I'm familiar with them, but I'm not like familiar. So basically, they were like the last family of kings of of Russia before, um, you know, they went into uh, like uh, the form of government. The that Cold they had War. Or that. No, this is way before the Cold War. Uh, I want to say before the influence of, uh, of, of um, what would it be? It's not Stalin, because Stalin came later, but it would be um, the person that came before, Mar maybe Karl Marx. Um, you know, so okay. yeah, it, it was a big, it was a big turning point um, in that. But it was just an interesting guy. Um, I know this is way, I mean, way different of a figure than what where you're kind of leading at. But do you remember who Edward Bernay is? No, 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 no. Who's that? Oh, he is the king of propaganda. Um, he's, he, he actually, there's like a famous video of him on Letterman, like when he's really, really old at this point. Um, 
and he comes out and tells everybody, you know, like talking about how how he you know how how he can get anybody to do anything and he goes all just because i'm wearing this white jacket i can get you guys to do anything and everybody laughed like and really he was being dead serious but if you want if you want to read his uh his wikipedia or biography he started back in like the early 1900s i believe and Mm -hmm. uh yeah he was the first one to really push to like you know put propaganda and everything yeah no i haven't uh i haven't heard about that guy so he was so what what was what was his his claim to fame was basically the the ability to influence yeah he was the i mean he worked for our government and stuff i i can't you know um i didn't write all this stuff down i have the notes from that from him I didn't know we were, you know, I, um, I just thought of him because he led, he was before Warner Von Braun and Project Paperclip. Oh. So he like, he started all of it. And then we had Project Paperclip and Warner Von Braun came in and like right. excelled what he did. But he was like the original Warner Von Braun, you know, like um, he, he was the one that got you to eat breakfast or, you know, eat bacon and eggs and um drink beer with your dinner and stuff like that. He was that doctor that, uh, did every, you know, told you basically the opposite of everything. What was this guy's name again? Edward Bernay, B-E, I believe it's B-E-R-N-A-Y. And he was, uh, was was he of German descent? No, he was American. He was from America. It was American, America. No, I never heard of him, man. This was like a topic oh. I had. Like, I was literally like a topic. I mean, they it call it the here, king of yeah. propaganda. So, what he uh, was he involved with the Nazis? Mm, that I don't know. That I'm mm. not sure. Like I said, he was before the Nazis. Now he lived through it all. Now he probably, you know, eventually. Uh, worked with Warner von Braun and all that. I'm not a thousand percent sure his, his involvement with all that. I just know his involvement with shaping America's culture and community or everybody and what they did. He was like the original person to like, you know, use commercials and programming on people. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm looking at his uh, page on Wikipedia. This guy was born in uh, the Austro-Hungarian empire in 1891 and he passed away in Massachusetts, born in 1891 and died in 1995. That's crazy. Yeah. He, he was on Letterman. Well, I know, man, cause uh, 19, he died of 103 and says some of his, uh, he went to Cornell university actually. And then some of his, he's known for, Crystallizing public opinion, published in twenty three, propaganda in twenty eight, and public relations in forty five. So he was like a he was an influencer before Instagram. Yeah, he was like the the, the <laughs> first influencer, basically. Yes. Yeah, yeah, basically uh, yeah. like that. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I'm looking like at you. Go ahead. Mm. No, keep going. Uh, so he was involved in the tobacco um, 
in the tobacco industry, and there's a, a famous photograph. It's called "Girl in Red." It's an advertisement for Lucky Strike cigarettes, uh, and um, apparently he enlisted a, a photographer to help popularize feminine thinness and cigarette smoking. So yeah, this guy yeah. was pretty. Uh, he was pretty. Uh, yeah, he had his agenda down pat. For sure, and he wore like I said, he wore. He was like. Your buddy Gail Bates, you know, he wore his doctor his doctor coat and said, "I'm a doctor now." So, and you know, back then everybody was so programmed that if, I mean, even today, but back then especially, you know, if they see you wearing a, a white coat, it's like, what, you know, everything you say is just like word, you know, it's that's just what it is. Yeah, so I'm looking at they some say of the... that you can just. <laughs> they said that. Yeah, I'm listening. No, they say you can, you know, anybody like, you know, I could put a, a white jacket on and go somewhere and people would take me more serious just because I have that white jacket on or, you know. I'm looking at some advertisings that he created and actually, yeah, you're right, pancakes. So we owe, we owe uh, IHOP owes this man a lot because according to him, the American breakfast should be uh, pancakes, butter, syrup, and bacon and uh Seems to be, if you think about an American breakfast, that's the first thing that comes to mind. And in regards to the white coat, there's a an ad that he also helped create that I'm sure most of you guys are familiar with, and that's a, a doctor holding a packet of Lucky Strikes, and the doctor, you know, a figure of authority, says that the Luckies are less irritating. Tw- Twenty thousand physicians say the Luckies are less irritating. It's toasted. It Did you ever watch Mad Men? Um, I started to watch it. I did like it. I did like it. I mean, I didn't, I didn't like stick with it through all the years, but I did watch plenty of episodes and I really did like that show. Yeah. One of the, one of the shows actually has to do with uh, the main character of um, Don Draper was the name of the main character of the show. And he's the one that actually uh, it's, you know, they attribute coining the it's toasted uh, to, Two lucky strike cigarettes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, every time I hear of lucky strikes, I always think of Edward Bernay. <laughs> I, I know, think right? Of him. Now you will. I don't Now you will. That guy. I will. And I just, because like, you know, he was like, like, I swear to you. Go ahead. Hello, Tim. Yeah, I'm still here. Hello, are you there? I'm sorry, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, cool. What what were you saying? Um, now I forgot. I lost my track. Okay. Thought it's okay. You you were saying something about on the long line of I swear something. Um, I really don't remember. That's okay. No, it's, I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I don't. I, I just, you know, I just know that. Uh, yeah, he was. He. Oh, I swear to do was super old. That's what I was gonna say. He was really old and took it to his deathbed. Basically, I mean, he kept pushing stuff until. I mean, he was kind of like Joe Biden until he's almost like, all right, time to stop now. Well. 
know. I'm going to go to the, let me go to the chat. We have Clutch. Hey, Clutch, what's going on? He says, we wear watches because of him, I'm sure. Genie bottle, communism, Lenin, World War One, Russia, Revolution, 1917. Yeah, the Bolsheviks. Uh, George Alexander says, John Lennon and Groucho Marx. I'm just going to give him 100%. Okay, perfect. So, um, so what about you guys out there in YouTube land? Why don't you guys give us a call if you want to, maybe you have some, um, interesting characters or mysterious, mysterious historical figures you guys would like to, or maybe you met uh, a, a historical figure that's mysterious. Maybe you are a mysterious historical figure, right? Could be. Right. Right. Could have been at one point in your past life or so. You could be John John Titer, John Teeter. John Teeter. That's a the, the time travel that they called Art Bell back in the day. I Did remember that guy. That? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's, he's got, he has uh he had the time traveling device in the back uh in the back of his car. Oh, he's he came to get a computer here from the from the future. They needed a computer, a certain kind of computer. I remember that one. I remember that one. Um, hmm. What do I have down here? You know, it's weird. I mean, this is sort of not like historical, but did you know? And you could actually Google this, and it'll come up. It'll come up. This isn't a conspiracy. I, I, I Googled it before the show. I just asked Siri. Like, I didn't even have to, like, go hard. All I all I said was, Siri, are all the presidents have the same bloodline? Are they all related, I believe I asked. Mm-hmm. And she said, all the American presidents besides two are related. And that goes all the way up till today. And I know that I saw looking at the, fam- at the tree... A bloodline, the bloodline tree. Obama is is cousins with Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, I uh, um, you... I saw I saw I've seen that before actually. And um, what's funny is that that was uh, it was done by this little girl as a class project. I that's, that's what I heard. Yeah, as far it as the here... Obama part, though, right? As far as the Obama part. Of him no, no, being, no. going she, back, right? To... Well, right. She ta- she did all the uh, presidents, uh, the U.S. president's family tree. He called it, and he well, she she Obama must have been the last president while she was in school, but she was a seventh grader, and she says that Obama and most U.S. presidents are related. Related. Yeah, Except they are. Ones. And when I there was two, and it was like Adams, and like one I've never heard of. And um, they say it's because when we colonized from Britain or whatever, I, I'm telling you, it's just a good old boy club and you have to have a certain bloodline to get in. That's that's always been my my opinion. And sometimes I, I like to believe that you don't get elected, you get selected. Hmm. Um, and then you hear stuff like that and it really makes you wonder, you know. There was, um, yeah, the, the, the way you said is correct. Um, you know, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say getting selected. Uh, yeah, could be. 
Oh, what I one time I was I don't know, I stumbled into some sort of file, and it actually had uh, they wondered like if if the U.S. had become had remained well, if the U.S. had copied the same sort of monarchy that uh, England had at the time of you know of the American Revolution, like who will be the king of the U.S. now? Huh? And that was, that was pretty yeah. That would be That's that would a good be a question. Yeah, that would be. Would there be a cool. US? You know, uh, would there be one, or would yeah, it just no. be? You know, what, it was. A, it's a what, what if. Could no, I know it's it's Which a what there... if, but it didn't. It ended up um, open. Watch open image in a new tab. Let me see here. So I'm gonna yeah. So it says, who would be king in, of America today if George Washington had been made into a monarch? So right now we have uh, Richard Washington, born in twenty in fifty two, would be the current king, and um, he would be a direct descendant of Samuel Washington, who happened to be George Washington's brother. It's pretty interesting how they they devised the whole thing. Um, let me see uh, if I, I'm going to post it actually on a little streamyard. You know how we, but but I mean, then again, it's um, how do you feel about monarchies? You know, I. <sighs> I'm not a big fan. I, I'm not. It's their thing, so I don't. I'm not. Uh, but I feel I, I'm, I'm all. You know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm. Maybe I'm just biased to democracy. You know. How much? Um, how much influence do they have, though? Besides, like all the, you know. Besides, well, I guess Genie Bottles would be a good person to ask. But how much influence do they really have over the government? Or is this, it's just more of like a showy thing to kind of have? Because we, we I've never, it's just a show. I've, yeah, I've never grown up in, you know, I've never grown up in a, in a monarchy. And uh, so, yeah, so this is, the, I, I pointed it on, this is who will be the king yeah. of America today. I mean, I think it's just a show. Like when I see like the prince and the queen and the huge stuff they do, it's like, what do they, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what they, what they really provide for the country, to be honest, I'm not sure. What what is their role in the country? What, I, like, I honestly, mean, I, I'm not. Yeah, it's like a celebrities, right? But I mean, be, right, do, do, do right. they do they like actually do they have any power and say so? If somebody, God forbid, like right. if, uh, England and like like if England was foreign a war, policy or any, something. Yeah, I don't know. Genie, Genie says none really. Okay, so I'm comfortable with that. Okay, so then they're just pretty much tourism people at this so it's point. Like, it's like the Kardashians with a crown. Yeah, there you go. There, there you go. That that's a good one. That's George good Washington one sure. was was too good of a man to let a monarchy continue in America. Yeah, I agree with you. Speaking of a, I mean, a historical figure, George Washington, I mean, golly, that man has a story to him, you know? Yeah, go ahead and you have some. Uh... I, I know one, uh, I remember watching, uh, 
I could say one like paranormal story that I remember, but I mean, I'm not, I, it's too late for me to get into like historical with them. Like I don't have my, I don't have a computer in front of me to be able to like, but I know one is he was fighting um, the revolutionary war or whatever. It was, he was leading his troops. It was snowing out. I, you know, the story I'm talking about. And he like went not, off, no. he went off and, and, went off into like these bushes or something and had like a vision and really? came out and let and led everybody to it was on like ancient aliens or something i saw uh george washington was what's yeah, that i got some info. i got some info here george washington vision refers to a legendary story about a vision or dream that george uh, Washington had um, location. The vision is often said to have occurred at Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, during the harsh winter of between 70, 70, 1777 and 78, when George Washington's Continental Army was facing difficult conditions and lack of supplies. In the alleged vision, George Washington saw a heavenly figure or angelic being being shown him a series of future events related to the U.S. These events included the Civil War, Civil War, World War One, Two, and the rise of the U.S. The heavenly figure reportedly told Washington about the importance of perseverance, faith, and the need to continue the fight of American independence. It is often portrayed as a message of hope and inspiration during a challenging period of the Revolutionary War. Um, I wonder if Washington did Washington ever personally make such a oh that's interesting and I I know uh he's an open he was an open mason freemason George Washington George Washington was oh no definitely um, Dude, our, I got our whole Go founding that was that, no our whole founding fathers all of them were masons if I'm not mistaken Oh, no, definitely. I just got a gnarly episode of Vertigo. Oh, man. I actually yeah, wrote dude. down as a topic, and you can recover. I'll just, I wrote down as a topic, topic like uh, secret societies as one for one day. There's so many. There's so much stuff. If you listen to Art Bell, he gives you lots of stuff to talk about. Right. Um, you feeling all right? Uh, yeah, I'm cool. I'm just, um, seems like I'm in an F-14 spinning, so I'm, I'm all right. I'll be okay. I think it's the use of, uh, it could be perhaps the, the fact that I'm using headphones. Okay. You know that, uh, yeah, they could... uh, yeah, it's gone away. It's gone away. It's pretty trippy. It could um, be the, uh, the Bluetooth, you know, the, 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 uh, frequencies are hitting you. You know, dude, that, it's so funny. It's so funny you said that, man, because I purposely got a wired microphone because uh, I don't want anything that had like LED flashing and I don't want, uh, I didn't really want a Wi-Fi or a Bluetooth device. There you go. See that I noticed because I have one and I have one with the cord and when you do it with the Wi-Fi or Bluetooth for so long, like after uh -huh. a four hour show or something, your, your head's ringing, your ears are ringing. It really does affect you. One thousand percent. Because when I was picking, that, I was picking headphones today. I'm like, do I really want a, like a like an LED uh, 
headphones. I mean, what the, what's the purpose of that? I'm just going to have a light flashing within my ear. I'm like, no, I don't want that. Hey, uh, regarding vision. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, hey, Jeannie, you uh, got a lot to say about you should. you. I know we keep we keep pressing you to call in and you're already contributing enough through the chat. So we're I'm very appreciative. But you've got so much knowledge should come up you should call sometime even if it's not today just prepare yourself it's really not that it's it, like we're very laid back people it's very you know it, it's not as bad as you think once you do it so but you just have so much good stuff to contribute it'd be cool to hear your voice come up sometime sorry yeah if you guys want to call the show or text the show um I prefer texting because that way I can give you a direct link and our new program allows you to tap in and, and, and we have awesome sound or you can do what uh, our caller did yesterday, John, and he called and we were able to hear his voice, but Jeannie, yeah, give it a shot. Give it a, give it a shot. We can pick your British brain. We would do you mind me asking that. you, Jeannie, do you have a British accent? Obviously, do you have like a really strong British accent? If so, uh, I love British accents, by the way. My my sister has a good friend who was British, and I was like, man, you should read me a book one night. I just love the way they talk. <laughs> I love yeah, her Jeannie, accents. Jeannie's from Bristol, so it's funny, but different parts of England have different kind of uh, accents. Let's see what a Bristol accent sounds like for all of us here. Hi, I'm Joel. Today we're going to be talking to you through the Bristolian accent and doing Can you hear that, Tim? So before we start, don't yeah, I can hear subscribe it. Subscribe if you haven't already because we post videos every single week. And you can also follow. Yeah. And then Bristolian. We say Bristolian the same way, but they somehow emphasize the O a lot more. So it becomes Bristolian. Bristolian. They sort of yeah. emphasize the O's more than we would. So a word that other than Bristolian might be both. We would say both. We would say both. I like yeah. it. Slight, I like it. Really I like it. Sounds pretty. They sound yeah, so sophisticated, you know. It does. It doesn't sound like the what, what's the name of the the the, the, the British one, the, the one that you can't really uh, understand whether. Dude, my brain is pretty fried. Um, you know the Audrey Hepburn movie when they basically teach her how to speak correctly? Uh, Cockney. Cockney. Eh? You heard of that, right? No, I was. I thought you were joking. <laughs> no, no, no. I no, thought no. you were joking. Cockney is actual accent? I need to hear it. Yeah, there's a, I need to hear it. Yeah. Is there a way 100%. to hear it? <laughs> I will. It's coming Clutch, out. if you have it, call it. Oh, here it is. So I guess there's two guys. One's gonna. Hello, how are you? All right, mate. <laughs> it's a beautiful day, isn't it? Beautiful day, isn't it? I like that. That sounds like Australian. Girlfriends to our house to meet my mother. Harry Potter brought his new girlfriend to our house to meet my mother. I'm going to have oh, yeah, last a shower one. in Liverpool Street Station. Faja, Faja, hey, Faja. I like, I like it. it. Sounds pretty cool. 
I like I guess, it. No, he it sounds like the the guy from Goldmember. <laughs> uh, the big, the big yeah, fat yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see. But, you're, from, uh, you're in Canada, Jimmy, man. That's cool. I like Liverpool, man, because I love the Beatles. Uh, so I like I like the way that the Beatles spoke. Um, Genie Bottle says I'm, I'm very g- generic. I don't have an accent. Awesome, then call. Clutch, I have a Cockney accent, mate. Oh, Clutch, I don't know you're British. Oh, he's messing around. Yeah, he's keep reading. That's why I that's why I laughed because I thought he was joking when he said that. That's why I laughed at what you said because he posted that and I read his comment and I laughed and he was joking. So I wasn't, I had a right to laugh because he was joking. (laughs) You're in Canada, so you have a a French accent? Sorry. George says that's why they're used on infomercials here. People trust an English. Yeah, they do trust an English accent. No, we do. I don't know why. Maybe it's engraved in our our white DNA because we're from Europe or something. I don't know. I, I'm, so I'm Italian, to, but well, still got it. So shady, shady business ideas uh, Sunday. This is your shady business idea for uh, brought to you by Strange Days Live. Open up a marketing center, not in India, but in England. <laughs> that way, you'll get a lot more people to trust you while you're peddling. <laughs> Right there, you go. There you go for sure. If you get it, if you get somebody uh, from a Microsoft, uh, from microphone, Microsoft Center, uh, with an accent that sounds British, I'm, I'm sure people are more are bound uh, to um, to get scammed, if you will. And Don't take my you, advice; it'll land you. Now in jail. you just said that. Now there's somebody over in Nigeria right now getting the 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 British accent together right now. And that's right. So Jeannie says that French? often in movie the bad guys. No, no, he's just no, no French. No All right, French. so um, Jeannie, no French. I think for French are the ones in uh, in the eastern part of the country. That's uh, like where uh, you have Montreal. That's where the French Canadians lie. They're not uh, just everywhere. Um, there. Uh, what is the name of that state? Uh, crap, man! I should. That's. This is the beauty of live. What's the name of that uh, state? I'm just good Canada. Vancouver. Is it Quebec? Quebec, actually. Quebec. Quebec. Okay. Yeah. Quebec. Yeah. Quebec. They they wanted a. Uh, for I think for the longest time Quebec's been wanting to kind of do their own thing and leave the leave the Canadians and kind of form their own country. I say you so do what, it. Do what you want to do if you can do it. What's what's the guy's yeah, name? T- uh, <laughs> what's the guy's name? Uh, gosh, what's your leader in Canada's name again? <laughs> that guy's a, a goofball. What's his name? Um, Come on, the young guy. Very, the, the, the prime minister guy. I'm, yeah, yeah. What's, come on, nobody. I, I don't even think people in Canada like His name is his Justin name? Trudeau. Ju- Justin Trudeau. Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. Nothing Trudeau. Nothing Trudeau. Yeah, he locked it. 
nothing to do. He locked everybody down, made them all get the vax and get the wear their masks, and then he went and did a total opposite. He was the total clown during he, that whole thing. I, I he, lost that. And now he's recording an album with Beyonce. Get out of here. Are you being serious? No, just no, but they're, they're maybe throwing say, up the dude, diamond. Come on. I would, I would, you know, I'm so not even... Look, man, I wouldn't have been shocked. Wouldn't have been shocked when you said that. I almost fell out of my chair. Like, we are living on a world stage. We got the Ukraine president playing the piano. We got Trudeau playing with Beyonce. We got Trump on TV. What are, What's True, going too. on here? Jeez. British movies are really good. I believe they're better than ours. I... I love some British movies are good. Don't hate me, Jeannie. But uh, if, if they're like too heavy on the accent, I, I can't. I, I don't know what the hell they're saying. The Bond yeah. movies are amazing. The Bond movies are can't touch the James Bond movies, man. Are you a James Bond, Bond fan? Um, yeah. I mean, who isn't? Um, I no, didn't like, he... you know, get too much. You know, I've never even saw Indiana Jones. I don't think what. Yeah, I'm not like I said, man. I like no, I don't think so. And if I if I did, I don't re really remember. Like I, I never saw Star Wars before. When did you see it for I the first time? I never seen Star Wars. Still, you've never seen Star Wars. Well, that's no, commendable. I, I, don't watch it, man. Don't ever no, watch it. No, I'm them. not. Like I the, made it this long. I made it this long. I, this is the way. Like, look, I I like. And I always, I think it's I played sports a lot when I was younger and like, I was really into sports. So I like, I didn't really get into the sci-fi stuff until I was older. It's really weird. Like when I got older, I mean, I always was into time travel and that type of stuff, but I didn't start like reading sci-fi and getting into that till I was like probably a senior or hit college, you know, like it all started to really you know, listening to Art Bell in the car late at night driving, you know, is, you know. Uh, yeah, but Star, Star Wars is a hard franchise to never watch. The, the, there was, I was, I oh, held out the longest on, on watching the gold, the, 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 the Godfather. I, I think I saw the Godfather for the first time like two years ago. That's uh, funny you I'm said 48, that. So, why is I'm that? A, you, saw, you just saw I, it too? I saw it for the first time, like maybe ten years ago. But I'm like a full blown. Like, obviously, I'm Italian though. I love gangster movies. Like I love. Oh, so do I, man. Uh, Goodfellas and. Uh, like, give me wait. Give me your top. Give me your top three gang. Give me your top three gangster movies right now. Goodfellas. Top three. Uh, okay, Goodfellas would probably be number one. Uh Man, Casino is a pretty good one. Mm, Casino, Goodfellas, and Untouchables, maybe. Uh, That's good. Man, there's so many. There's so many good ones. There's just so many good ones. Um, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you my three. How about you? I'm gonna give you my, I'm gonna give you my three right now. Is a Bronx Listen, Ooh, a Bronx I Tale. love that movie. Killed it. Nailed okay. it. Bronx Tale. <laughs> love it. The next one would probably be uh, Goodfellas. And what would be... I like Donnie Brasco was a good movie. Ooh, 
Ooh, that's another one. I would take that one over the third one I said too. Don, I love yeah, Donnie Brasco. Brasco is a good one. And I love, uh, I love Denzel. I don't know if you can count that the, the movie where he was uh, American, American. What was it called American something with? Uh, I don't know if that's a gangster. American gangster. That was that's a gangster movie. Absolutely, that's a gangster movie. You know what's my I favorite scene that in that movie? My favorite scene, dude. It's when they're sitting at the restaurant. And he gets the the sugar uh, container. He empties empties it out. Goes up to that guy and asks him for his for his money. Do you remember that scene? Yeah. Yes. 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 That was. Yeah. And then he didn't he. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, shoot him right there in the sidewalk. Yes, he did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was a. That was a really. That was based on a true story. You know. It was actually it was yeah. It was based on a true story. But, Most uh, of those. Yeah, I think, well, you know, um, American Gangster, also based on a true story. Um, the Untouchables, obviously, is a historic, right? Yep, yep. Um, Public Enemy is a great movie with Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah, uh, I forgot about that one. And then um, what's the one with... Uh, when when the... What was the one where, where the, the guy that first stop opened up, the, the one that... The first open a casino in Vegas. There was like this whole story, and the casino. That's, that was Casino. That was the movie Casino, casino right? With Robert casino. De Niro. Yeah, that one's a classic. If they could, that's one with Danny DeVito. I mean, that's got the whole. It's pretty much got the whole uh, Goodfellas cast in it, almost. Yeah. You know, that's a great one. Martin yeah. Scorsese is, is is, you know, he didn't get his first award. He didn't get any awards for Goodfellas. If you look at the year Goodfellas came out, mm-hmm. look at who won the grant. Look at all the people that the, that there was like a span of five years where the movies were just. I mean, it was like Titanic. There was so many good movies that that Goodfellas didn't even get a, any awards at I'm all. Serious. There was so many. Yeah, there was. Yeah. When you look at it, the quality of movies in that time period were so good. I mean, that like can, really came good. About, like, uh, so. That, that that one came out in 90 okay that one came out in 90 uh, and then let me see i'm looking right now at the i'm looking right now at the best pictures of 91 okay so goodfellas was nominated but uh dances with wolves actually beat it out uh that's when God, godfather part three ghost awakenings and goodfellas and then dances with wolf one uh best director kevin costa beat out scorsese wow um yeah man uh, good fellows and got then look the... at, yeah they got the shaft and then braveheart was out like i think it was like braveheart uh it was braveheart maybe it was like what year was that 90 i'm telling you the year it was like forrest gump braveheart there was so many good like just that whole like five year span from 91 that you just said up to like 97 or nine there was just so was many pretty... good movies Joe, uh, actually, Joe Pesci won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor that year for Goodfellas. Did he get that? He, he did. He, he won did a it. great job. He did a good job in that movie, too. He deserved it. Yeah, he does. That's for sure. What about the movie? Because uh, I like true stories, too. That's another, you know, what about Fear, Loathing, and Las Vegas? I know that's not a true oh, story. but you. Yeah, that's, listen, uh, have you... Uh, it's funny that I mentioned that. Uh, 
One second. You know, Gonzo was the name of the of the character, right? Doctor Gonzo. Doctor Gonzo. Yep. Yeah. So uh, actually, it, it it was based on a on a it was on a Hunter S. Thompson novel. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was it was that, and then there was where the buffalo roams. Yeah, and you know that obviously right. in the movie, uh, the main character Raul Duke, which is played by Johnny Depp. So, <laughs> lore the, the lore says that actually Doctor Gonzo never existed; that it was a figment of Johnny Depp's imagination. That's how messed up he was in the movie. That's how you know. I kind of figured that. Like, I I I've watched it so many times that I like didn't figure. I I thought that. Like, I wonder like if he was making that up, like just going. You know. Yeah. Just. Yeah. That. So. Benicio del Toro was it wasn't it was a figment of Johnny Depp's imagination, man. That guy must have been just uh, bonkers. They did such a good job at acting in that movie. My attorney. Uh, yeah, that was a great movie. They did such a good job. I mean, I, I it was it was like hard to take in as a at first. Like it took me a while as like to understand it all because it was so much going on. Um took me to a little bit i got a little bit older to really understand it because mm -hmm. it was it was pretty you know yeah, you buffalo... to... say that again no i was just gonna go to the top chats because it's uh oh, yeah. The... yeah the the bugsy seagull bugsy that's a movie that i wanted that I, that i was thinking about bugsy uh it's a Bugsy Siegel when he opens up the uh, with Annette Benning. I don't know if you've seen it. It was called Bugsy, I think the name of the movie. That's that's one of the other movies that's pretty good. Um, but you nailed but, it. You, that's why I brought that up. You nailed it. Sorry to interrupt, but he says the adrenal chrome part. They when they did the adrenal chrome and fear and loathing in Las Vegas. You remember you know what I'm, do you remember recall, that part? No, I don't I don't, I don't so, recall that. Okay, man. so you remember what it's towards the end more that this is that's Good job, Clutch, because you just came clutch on that one. Because I was trying to think of the part that, or I couldn't, where I where I lost, where it lost me in the movie. And it was when they took the adrenochrome. It's where he took those drops, and then all of a sudden he turned into a lizard, and like started going absolutely do, crazy. They addressed yeah, it as adrenochrome. That, yeah, yeah. He goes, "This is adrenochrome." It, like, it literally came from whatever child or human being, and like literally said that in the movie. Any, any. That was probably that was probably an that was probably an early mention of adrenochrome because that that really didn't come into like the mainstay vocabulary as of like probably like ten years ago I would think. Um. Yeah, I mean, I heard of adrenochrome when they talk about uh, when where did Alex Jones go again with the uh, mullet? Uh, what is it? The owl. But uh, remember, he snuck on the on the in California where all the presidents go and play their little oh, games around the owl. What was it? Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove. I heard of that back in the day of them doing that back then, like when I was a kid. That, that was how I heard of it. So that was like twenty three, twenty something years ago, you know. Yeah. There was a. That's what, uh, that was. That was my first, at least, initiation to like a, what adrenochrome was. Because I, I, they said that they were running around in their boxes on adrenochrome, and I said, "What's that?" And then fear and loathing. It all came made made sense. It's funny. 
I love Johnny Depp, man. I'm glad that guy won that case. Yeah, I'm me too. He was... I... He's a cool that guy. Was a, uh... He's very occultish, for sure. For sure, I'm sure for sure. All, Holly... uh, all, all these Hollywood people are probably all occultish, man. He's in a band with Marilyn Manson and Alice Cooper. Yeah, the Hollywood vampires. Yeah. But yeah, do you know, you know that Alice, Alice, Alice Cooper is a, is a big time. He's a, he's a Christian guy. Christian, no. Christian guy. Yeah. 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 I'm aware of that now. The Hollywood yep. vampires. Yeah. I, I just like saw a, something with Johnny Depp recently. He said he's not going to ever do any movies again. He said he's done. Uh, you, you buy that? He's doing, he's doing, uh, you buy that? I don't know if I buy it, but I mean, he he sounded. I don't know. He's got a lot of money. I don't know. I don't know. I, I wouldn't put it I mean, past he, him. He you has know? a. He's a great actor, man. He always picks like really cool, uh, really weird roles. Like the movie um, Blow. That was when I wanted to bring up. The movie yeah. Blow was. I I know I you know it it such a good movie though. I mean. I Dude, did you ever watch? Story. Did you ever watch? Uh, yes. Did you ever watch Black Mass? Black Mass was that a show? No, no, no. That was that was a movie. It's about uh -uh, Whitey no. Bulger. How they how they how they the, the life oh, of Whitey Bulger. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I mean I know the that life is... of Whitey Bulger, with with uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah, he plays Whitey Bulger. Yeah, yeah, I remember that movie. I remember. I didn't know There's it was called great... Black Mask. I forgot that it was called Black Mask. What yeah, was the movie? movie? You know what movie is really good? Is The Departed. Have you seen The Did Departed? You... Yes. Yeah, I've seen The Departed. There's a great... Uh, if you ever watch Black Mask, there's a wonderful... My favorite scene in the movie is where they're having dinner. Um there's a great if there's, there's a great dinner scene in which he's like, you know, um, basically talking to this one guy who was an undercover cop, and he's all telling him like, "What's in the steak?" And the guy says, "I can't tell you. That's a family secret." And he's like, well, "Come on, tell me. Just tell me. We're playing around. What's in the steak?" So he coerces him and, until the cop like, well, he didn't know it was a cop, obviously, but until he like he tells him exactly the ingredients of the of, of what's in the stake and then you just see like johnny depp's demeanor change into like this evil guy like he was gonna basically have him killed to see like you know i told me you know he's all telling me i thought you said it was a family secret why did you tell it to me and this guy's like turning white Jeez. as a ghost in a little sign johnny depp starts laughing <laughs> it, it's a great yeah, johnny yeah, it's, 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 it, there was that one movie where man he can play a sick role, can he? That one movie where he plays the 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 hair the hair the where's he at the one in and where he was in like Europe or whatever. What was it called? Uh, where he played the like butcher or something. Oh yeah, dude, that's um, uh, uh, Sweeney Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd, that movie was crazy. That movie was crazy. Yeah, yeah, he's got time. so many. Man, Johnny Depp's got so many good movies. The the one where he with the where he drinks the absinthe. Uh, what movie was that? And he, he was plays the, the like rum, the psychic, the psychic the rum cop. Diaries? 
No, uh, he's like a psychic, like uh, a psychic, and he drinks this absinthe and he puts it with maybe some sort of opium or something, and he takes a bath and he can see. And there, he's trying to find the uh, a killer oh, from and hell. He can see all from hell. From that's hell. That's it. From hell. That's an older movie, but yeah, that was a from great. Hell. That was a great movie too. Thank you, Clutch. From hell, you got it. Yeah, man, he's played so many good movies. Yeah, I know. This guy, that's what I like. He's very versatile, and he doesn't just pick any roles. He kind of picks the roles that he wants to play. It's the Secret Garden, you know. I'm going to bury you in my garden and eat you. He always has some off the hook. Uh, you, know, you know what I'm talking about? The Secret, what was it called? The Secret Garden? Am I right? Is that what it was called? Um, I don't remember that one. Do you not, so we, so what I just said, you probably like, what did he just say? He was in a movie where he ended up burying like people that he killed in his garden, and he just grew all of his 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 uh. Oh hi, Kira. How you doing? He, yeah, he grew all of his crops and stuff over him, and like that was his whole plot. And he kept hearing voices the whole entire time, like they're gonna find. What are you going to... Wow, man, what was that called? That's the text. Like, uh, does anybody know in the chat, maybe? Secret Window? Secret Window. Yeah, Good Secret job. Win. Secret Window. Yeah, Secret Window. John Turturro. John Turturro is yeah. in the movie as well. Yeah, that's a good one. Let's go back here. How you doing, Kira? You doing all right? Is anybody in the chat? What's your guys' favorite movies? You got any good ones? The Rose in the Garden of Fatality. Thank you, Kira. I appreciate you. She's doing laundry. Good, good for you, I guess. But at least you can listen to us. So good for us. Made me think of the Rose Garden of Frailty. I don't know. There was a movie called Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. I don't know the girl's garden. Thank you. Sorry, frailty. No, I don't know about that. Oh, brother, oh, brother where art thou? Yeah, that was a great movie. I love George Clooney. Dude. That was George a Clooney's great. Man. That was a great movie. That was a great movie. So, like again, well, I've seen movies. I just I have a certain like genre that I I kind of you know I I don't know I don't. Really get into the horror well, too sci much. I did not, like sci-fi. It's not your forte. It's not. It, it, maybe not like again. I'm not a space guy. You know, I never was. No, I just never. I'm more now. Science fiction could also be time travel and stuff like that. So I do get into stuff mm -hmm. like that, like time machines and stuff like that. Uh, that's you know, I do. I did read books like that. I just never really got into the space stuff my whole life i just never uh star trek none of that stuff i just never you know i never just never tickled my fancy i don't know never never did, had did a, you ever uh, watch inter speaking of uh speaking of time travel did you ever watch interstellar um that was a show correct no that was a movie no no i think they i thought it was a show i might have seen it then I might have. That was an older movie. I remember hearing about it for sure. 
Close with Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Oh, so no, no, that was more uh, recently then. Yeah, I wouldn't have seen yeah, it. Yeah, twenty fourteen. That's a great movie. It makes you. I mean, you, you gotta you gotta watch it. I watched it twice to kind of get it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, it was a great time travel movie. Yeah. Uh, what do you what do you want to talk about? Ghosts, paranormal, time travel. Some guy, same guy as Frailty. Check it out. So good. Interstellar. Okay. Ghost. Well, call in. What do you want to talk? Come and tell us a ghost story. Yeah, Kara, give us a call. We're open. We just kind of, you know, we start. Uh, we start of a, and then we just kind of go where the where the conversation leads. Can't really think of like a good ghost story off the top of my head. Um, time shifts. Yeah, that's trippy. You know, here. You know, I've heard of people. My, I have a buddy in particular that told me he was driving home, completely lost all track of time, and was in his driveway. It doesn't, and he wasn't drunk, wasn't anything. There was way more to it, but uh, you know, he lost track of time we, before. If you want to go back into the archives, one of our earlier shows was actually about time slips. I saw that. Let's see. Well, um, I know that our uh, Kara said that she has, uh, she actually has some scary stories. She had a paranormal Type one, it. and uh, she, uh, she had the issue with the phone. That's scary. Uh, well, try it. Let's at least, at least text text the number, Kara. I'll text you the link, and if and you'd be surprised what uh, one bar can do. You should call that Before Verizon guy that walks around with like the whole network of people, you know, and you have like the whole network outside. Yeah, right. <laughs> text, text the number above. Text the, the number above, and then we'll put, we'll send you a link. If that doesn't work, then at least we try. But at least we should try. Race across the states. Oh, uh, rat race. You talking about rat race? Isn't that isn't that the one George with uh, Whoopi Goldberg? Or is that a different one? There's remember the movie Rat Race? No, I, I don't remember with watching like, that one. The movie Rat Race was like, oh man, it had everybody who was in it, and they like had to race across the country to get to like to win a prize or something like that. No, so, I've never seen that hey, one, Kier, man. do you mind me? Do you mind me asking? Uh, do you mind me asking in the chat? Where's everybody at in the chat? Like, what state are you guys in? <clears throat> but yeah, Rat Race was a good movie. It was like a young Oprah, and I'm not sure if that's what George. No, that's not what George is talking about. Oregon, that's right. I remember you said that before. Yeah, Rat Race is a funny movie. I'm more, and that's another thing is I'm more into comedy too. I love comedy, so I could, you know, I could watch. You know, I like to watch funny. I like, you know, I don't know. This never really got into like bloody, 
gory stuff or like uh stuff that you really have to like watch for three hours and then there's a whole like i never watched harry potter even you know my brother was really big into that like he you know i never just got into any of that stuff yeah harry potter i gave it a shot twice i gave it a shot twice and i just couldn't deal with it man yeah yeah i just didn't have the time i played say it again played i said i played three three or four sports at one time so like i never had time to like watch four hour movies and stuff and get into that type of stuff at the time like when i did have time i was out skateboarding and playing my guitar and stuff so you play guitar yeah too? i'm trying to, yeah i used to i mean I, I i don't really play as much anymore but i played when i was younger for sure that's awesome i play guitar oh i have nothing against it my uh brother loves it you know he's a he's a weirdo for it to be honest could tell you like all the side stuff like did you watch game of thrones me myself you're asking me no i never i never got into that me neither i was just asking if you did I, that was just another like something that everybody got into that i never you know i never i've always been that you know never really joined the now what about this this is kind of this isn't about funny or laughing but this is more of a documentary style thing is what was that movie that just came out about uh the trafficking oh yeah with the the human trafficking yeah I, i've got some gravy behind that if you didn't already know it no i do not know it uh, sounds of freedom right yeah, sounds of freedom. So, did you know that the people they're actually under they were under investigation for sex trafficking? The the the, the foundation that the, that the movie's about, um, out of Utah, um, the founder of the movie, his name is like Felix something. Yeah, that's what and I heard too. He, yeah, there's just a lot of like sketchy stuff to that movie. Um, you know there's a lot of but the thing stuff is, to that movie but the thing is the the you know supposedly they're exposing all these predators and those other people that can definitely like maybe fake some charges on the on the main guy you know to lose credibility too right well you just think why is the most the richest person in the world funding this movie that he clearly is known uh type trafficker guy there's a reason behind all that you know what i'm saying like there why did they want to put that out why did it take so many years why did they choose now what what was their point of that and you know a lot of people like i'm not going to say on what side but a lot of people didn't even want to go see it just because they said it was like oh it's some q anon type movie and i want to make this clear too the people that were listening yesterday when i was talking about like um they, like the White House and like the LGBT and the Antifa and BLM being like basically a psyop at this point. I also meant QAnon too, and I that movement too. All of that. They anything that when you make it to the White House and you're being pushed from the president and you're, and the government, you're not uh, uh, 
you're not an organic movement. They're not, you know, it's just not organic. So I wanted to make that clear. I didn't want to just, I, I thought about that. I listened to part of it. I was like, man, I did not, you know, I didn't want to just choose one side. I, I chose just one side because I was what I was thinking of at the time. But any of those groups, I feel that way about. Yeah, no, that's true. All right, so let's get into the scary stuff. Um, let's talk about possessions. Because I've experienced, cool. I've experienced two possessions in my uh, adult life. There was a video I saw yesterday on, on I'm trying to find it. Uh, it was a great video on Twitter X, and uh, I wonder if I can just download it and play it for you guys. But have you ever uh, experienced any uh, possessions or anything abnormal in that kind? Um, I I have, but um, I don't know if they if the people weren't on some sort of hallucinogenics or something. To be honest, they were what? I'm sorry, I didn't catch up. They were what? They I think they they were on some sort of hallucinogenics or something. To be honest. So it was definitely induced and in an, an induced type thing. Well, they said that when, you know? when, when they, well, yeah, I, I know exactly. But they, they also say that when people are under the influence of drugs, you can have like spirits coming in you though. Yeah, that's what, that's kind of what I saw. I've seen that. I've seen that a couple of times. I've seen a guy yeah. have to get taped to a tree because he what? just literally was just wouldn't stop like going crazy. He sounded like a demon. It was, yeah, that's was at a, a thing music that festival. I was at a music festival, so I was a kid. It was crazy. When I um, sorry, so the first yeah, the, no, it's fine, dude. The first time I experienced I'm something, I was uh, what's that? I'm said I'm sure you've experienced something like that. You live in California. Yeah, I'm sure no, that definitely California type of stuff Let me, goes uh, down out there. All right, so I'm going to play a video for our audience. It's downloading right now. It should be up pretty soon. This happened in India. Let you guys take a look at it, then I'll tell, I'll tell one of my two stories that I have. You guys watch that? I saw that and absolutely have never witnessed anything like that before, for sure. No. So, um, when I was... Uh, yeah, Clutch, go good ahead. call, Clutch. No, was, alcohol is called spirits. He said alcohol is called spirits, and I was going to say that. I got sidetracked. I was going to say that alcohol is called spirits. Good job. Yeah. It is, like... Yeah, alcohol is called spirits. Uh, mental health issues could be, but then how do you explain levitation? Um, all right, so I'm going to divulge my profession. I'm actually a medical doctor, believe it or not. That's why I go by the name Doc. And uh, and so I've come, uh, when I was doing my residency, we had a, 
we had a patient that uh, that we were uh, seeing in the emergency department. And, you know, she was, uh, yeah, that's why I tell you guys to call me Doc. That's right. So uh, oh, she cool. must have been in her, yeah, she must have been in her early, probably early, early 30s, uh, Hispanic female, approximately, yeah, um, you know, just regular, nothing really distinct about her. And um, she had been there for quite some time. And so far they have done, they have done all the workup on her, meaning uh, blood work. Uh, they've done some imaging and everything was coming up uh, negative. But uh, she was she wasn't under the influence about of any kind of drug at all, according to the family. She had been healthy up until a few hours later when like her demeanor changed, and she started acting very erratically. She never happened before. So they uh, the last thing they wanted to do was actually to do a spinal tap in order for them to uh -oh. see if they were, yeah if we were dealing with like meningitis, which is an infection in the brain. Uh, and so, lo and behold, there I am, second year, you know, second year resident, and the main, uh, the main doctor calls me and goes, "Okay, you're doing this tab." I'm like, "Whoa, what the heck? I don't want to get any, any juice, any devil juice on me." <laughs> but lo and behold, we did it, and uh, yeah, we did it. We ran it; it came back negative. So we were like, just stumble. We were like, "What the heck's wrong with this lady?" And so, what was very odd is that she was not agitated but she was doing these very like abnormal movement of her like over of her hands of her eyes uh of her upper limbs and uh her her uh, her voice had changed um so you know if you read all the medical literature there's really nothing you know, there, there's no medical illnesses that will make you uh, you know, change your voice, for example, unless you have like a, some some kind of like wicked cold. But no, her, like her voice got very deep. She was like uh, very like sweaty. Her family was there, and uh, you, you can even tell that the family was scared. But what was weird is like she she would go into these like weird kind of like convulsions, and where she would arch her back uh, and start like just speaking in this weird odd language. And like medically, um, I don't really have any sort of like especially with like a negative workup for everything. I don't have any other uh, conclusion as opposed to maybe that she must have been going through some kind of like spiritual issue, um, you know? So so that was one, that, that was one instance that I was kind of like, and you can kind of, when you go in a room of a person that's, that's undergoing this sort of transformation, uh, there's something in the air, there's like a, like a, thickness of the air like a presence if you will and it was totally like experience like you could totally experience it when you went into that room with this particular patient um so that's one of them that i personally can excuse me i can personally can attest wow. to that it wasn't something yeah it wasn't something medically wrong with her um uh, and the way that she was like it almost seems like the, like they're, they're squirming you know uh that it looked to me very very much uh like it could be something related with like the spiritual realm. And and um, when I look at a lot of video, I see a lot of videos on YouTube. Uh, there's always when people are so quote unquote possessed, there's this weird thing that the people do with their eyes. Um, there's a, like the eyes all of a sudden in unison, like they would like move in a different weird way. Uh, so it comes with the voice and it comes with the movement of their eyes. Like they don't really focus, like their eyes are just kind of everywhere. Uh, and that that's like that's one of the cases that I was like that had me pretty freaked out, to be honest with you. 
um you know yeah dude wow. so it, it was pretty crazy that's crazy that is yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't want to get the devil juice on my hand either i would be wearing my <laughs> m95 that day for sure because uh, you're the, I'm thinking, man, God forbid, what happens if this chick starts moving and I get like, you know, you never know, you, you nick yourself with the needle and you get all this crazy stuff on you. So I was very uh, apprehensive, but nonetheless, we got it done. Um, you know, and sometimes you, it, they, they teach you. Go ahead. Um, being that you've been in the emergency room and stuff like that, do did, did, what, what is your uh, opinion on NDEs? near-death experiences um i've never had a i've never had a patient that uh, i i've never had a patient that actually came back after being pronounced uh, but i've been in room i mean i've been in so many rooms where people were passing away and uh you know when you're doing your rotations as a resident every time somebody passes away in a, in a hospital you have to go there right away because you have to sign all the documentation and you got to verify that the patient has passed the time so time uh, of disease yeah and all that right but you, so you also you, have to you conduct felt like the spirit have you felt like a oh, spirit like almost like an energy leaving the room or in the room like super heavy or anything like that i this i remember this couple um she must have been they must have been in their late 70s uh and i was i was called them by the nursing staff because you know the patient was about to expire so i must have been in the room for the last like two minutes of her life but i i i had this uh, it was like a beautiful uh peaceful uh it was it was very peaceful in there and you know i was able to comfort the husband and then the thing is as a role when you're a doctor that your role is to actually run a bunch of tests uh, to determine whether or not the patient has ex has indeed expired or if they're still you know, if they're not unconscious, uh, so there's there's a couple of tests, and the, the weird thing is that the body is still, you know, still warm, right? Right. So, so, so you're doing all these. Go ahead. So, so then, how is is it? Because I've heard of you know people that have expired and then made it to the morgue and then woke up in the morgue. How does that happen? Yeah, so so those are people that are that have that have uh, probably been called uh, as a diseased individual, but maybe they, you know, because maybe their their blood pressure just kind of dropped dramatically, where they didn't have a pulse uh, for they could have expired for like two three minutes and then they could have came back, uh, or they could have maybe that they, that they, stuff happens. Yeah. Could yeah, you imagine there's a lot waking of, I mean, up in a body bag or something in a in a morgue? Yeah, that's ter that's uh, Edgar Allan Poe's worst nightmare. Oof, you know the, the writer too. Edgar Allan. If you look at Edgar Allan Poe's, uh, if you go to his gravesite, there's a bell tied. So there's a bell tied to where you know they have the the box the. Um, where he was buried at so in case he woke up he would be able to ring the bell and that was pretty common back in the day uh people would have that fear and so they would um there would be there was a lot of old cemeteries where they have bells that are coming from you know they have that they have strings coming in from the grave so just in case that happened wow. that was sort of like yeah i'm gonna go back to the live chat real quick go ahead yeah there's a lot going there's a lot going on in the chat so yeah definitely 
So, um, uh, Kira has a good story, I think. Back. Let me see. Alcohol caused pyramid everywhere. She was floating, especially herself. She was floating. I've seen magic. That's why I don't drink alcohol. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't drink alcohol. Uh, I get anxiety right away, so I, I just can't mess with that stuff. Um, I, get, I was at a party I as a kid. It. I hate alcohol. Kira says, I was at a party as a kid about age 10, and this group of kids was playing with a Ouija board. Yeah, heck no. Uh, I was sitting in the second circle out watching as these two boys asked the board a question. The pointer flew off the board into one of the boy's stomachs, and then and then he floated off the floor about three feet. Dang, that's some scary stuff. You were about 10. Wow. Then Jeannie says, uh, well, the other boys started throwing up and crying. I got up quickly and ran out of the house along with other kids who were screaming. Um, me, yeah, that's some crazy. The power, the Ouija's uh, power is not to be taken granted. And I... You know, Art Bell was a um, Art Bell. Team, he was a he hated the Ouija board or anything related to the Ouija. Yeah. And a lot of times, yeah, he, a lot of. Hmm? In a no, lot of the ahead. shows, he would. Yeah, in a lot of the shows, Art Bell would comment that uh, when when you're playing with the Ouija board, if the, if the Ouija board ever asks you if they can come in. Uh, a lot of people assume that they're asking you if they can come into the conversation or come into the room, but what they're really asking if they, if they can come into you. To your Which possession, pretty, right? Yeah. So let right. me just. I'll, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you go, Tim. But uh, as soon as I'm, I'm, I mean, I'll let you uh, speak your piece. But let me just uh, kind of go through. The, just finishes this. Uh, Jeannie Bottle says brain injuries can cause change in voice or accents. Okay. Uh, people have had bumps on heads and woke up speaking another language. Yes, the foreign, uh, that's called uh, um, foreign, uh, foreign accent syndrome. Um, disembodied spirits definitely want to claim a body, but they cannot enter just anywhere. There has to be an exactly clutch. <clears throat> I agree with you. Um, definitely don't mess with uh, Ouija boards if you don't know what you're doing. And then Clutch says that he did a lot of that in his days. My number, uh, Jeannie, just his, her number two is being buried alive. Imagine hearing those rings. Yeah, as a cemetery worker, what are you going to do? Are you going to tend to your client or are you going to just run? Uh, well, Remo87, Raf Rafik from Pepe. Hey, Remo, how are you? Nice to have you on the show, my friend. Uh, yeah, Jeannie, yeah, me too, Clutch. I, I When I go, I want to be cremated, dude. I don't want any sort of craziness to happen when I'm underground. Um. They I go for yeah. Crappy, sorry, Tim. I just wanted I, I just wanted to bring it up to today. Go ahead, go ahead, uh, uh, Tim. No, you're good. You missed one from Clutch that was sticking out to me the whole time we were talking, which was uh, I also think those disembodied spirits, which is uh, the people he used to I think they're talking about the Ouija board and inviting the spirits in and the demons or are demons and the demons are offspring of the Nephilim. Uh, I'm with you on that one, man. We, um, I agree with that statement. Um, yeah, a lot of crazy stuff, man. <clears throat> yeah, and, uh, yeah, well, for sure. So, we got we have a a lot of new listeners. If you guys want to call nine five one triple eight zero three one three, there's two options to get in touch with us. Either call us directly, we'll put you on the air, or the other one is text us. Text the same number and then we'll send you a link and you'll be you'll be able to get uh, via via 
voice over IP um, uh, into the show. And that's actually better for us because you have a better quality of uh, of voice that we would appreciate. So those are the two ways. Same number, either you choose to text us, we'll text you the link, or you just call us and we'll pull you on the air. Any story, uh, it doesn't have to be pertinent to what we're talking about now, but uh, if it's scary, it's fair game. And uh, yeah, we're here. So do you had a second story? I do. Possession story? I do. I'm, dude, that was, a, I, I, I'm ready. I'm ready. That was a good right. one. That last one was a good one. So like I've told our listeners, I, I'm, I, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I, uh, I'm a Christian. I, uh, I, you know, that, that's my belief system. Um, so w- one of my buddies and I, we had uh, here in uh, Orange County, we have um, the, like the Disneyland, uh, you know, resorts. And right next to the Disneyland resort, there's a House of Blues. You have different artists. You know, I'm sure that's probably, you guys always, I'm sure you guys have House of Blues, wherever town you guys are from. But it, different venues, you have different artists appearing. So this one particular night, we had a, there was a Christian artist that was in town. And my friend and I decided to go check him out. We were a little bit late. And uh, as we were walking in uh, the venue, there was a young lady, maybe about, I would probably say about either like late teens, early 20s that had fainted. Right. And so being being myself in, in healthcare, I uh, I ran right into her. I ran right away. I started kind of making ways. Hey, you know, I'm a physician. What can I help? What can I have you? Her friend was there as well. She was uh, a little bit, she had a, a little bit of a seizing. She was kind of seizing a little bit. Um, and she was kind of barely coming off the, the seizure. She was a little bit confused. Uh, but she was to the point where she could already start answering some questions. So I, I got a little bit of a history from her friends. Basically, uh, nothing. She's never had any medical history. She wasn't drinking alcohol. All of a sudden, they were talking, and she just kind of, you know, she just fell off the chair. So I um, I talked more with her friends, and it says, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a Christian, and she's my, I think they met in school. She said, I invited her to a Christian concert. She's never been to a Christian concert before. You know, she doesn't claim any faith at all, but uh, she wanted to come. She wanted to see what, what all this was about. And then... Um, they called 911, but it was it was taking quite a while, you know, and um, the patient itself, she was already coming too. So I started asking her medical questions like, "Do you are you okay? Do you have, uh, you know, do you have diabetes? Have you ever had a seizure before? Uh, were you intoxicated? Blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, um, she started getting super, like super sweaty. Okay. So I'm like, well, it's pretty common when somebody passes out. And, um, and then her eyes started rolling. Uh, into like this abnormal manner, but she wasn't really, she wasn't seizing. She was conscious and her voice changed. Her voice got very, very deep and her eyes started rolling in her head, like making these weird movements. And uh, that's when I kind of, I told my friend, I said, hey man, something's going on here. Like, you know, this girl's here for like a first time being like admitted to like being exposed to like a Christian event. All of a sudden, she like you know she has this weird um, passing uh, seizure type activity. Now she's doing okay, and all of a sudden, like she starts speaking in this deep voice, very incoherent, like uh, what she was saying. Um, I don't recall exactly what she was saying, but I know that it was uh, it wasn't completely nonsensical. But it had to do with her like wanting to get out of there. And and the fact that her eyes were just like I mean, once you see the way that the eyes move on somebody who's like supposedly be possessed, you'll remember those movements. 
Uh, and so she was exhibiting all that behavior. And then and she just stopped talking, communicating. And that's when uh, 911 got there, the paramedics got there. And she was like still going in through this. She started then after that going into these sort of um, abnormal movements of her upper limbs, the kind of like squirming and um, totally not acting herself. And yeah, then after that, we just, you know, we let, we let the, the providers of the, we let them kind of take over, but putting two and two together, I was like, no, that was definitely some kind of manifestation of a, of a spirit. And I was, yeah, so it was, it was interesting being there uh, and experiencing all this first, firsthand, because there's like no medical explanation for it, you know? So yeah, that's, that, that was my, my second story. Now that you mention it, I maybe not can give you a specific story, but I can picture some people that have gone to like church events that have lost their, like seen videos of people that have lost their uh, scruples through probably the, what, from hearing the Holy, like the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You think that's what it was? You think that like literally they were just possessed coming in and just hearing that like, um, well, what I, what struck me is that, you, okay, so you have this girl, she's going to be exposed to God's word, right? Uh, she's never been to any Christian event, and all of a sudden, if they have a demon inside of them, obviously the demon's gonna, not going to want to leave their, you know, leave their abode, if you will. So what are they going to do? They're going to do anything in their power to kind of get out of there. And uh, that, that's that's when I, I kind of put two and two together and be like, yeah, it was probably def- that, that was definitely, you know, it accomplished what it wanted to accomplish because the girl ended up going to the hospital. Right. Wow. So she ended up leaving the church event like they wanted. Well, it wasn't a mm. church event. It was at the House of Blues. Which, have, you, have you ever oh, been to House the House of Blues? Of Blues? That's right. Yeah, I, I have in Cleveland. Yeah. 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 So it wasn't. It's just, it's yeah, just a it wasn't a concert. I thought you said it was at a Christian concert event. No, it was a Christian concert event at the House of Blues. Okay. 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 Dokey. Kira, I love that comment. Check that out. Eleven watching it. One 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 minutes. I uh, eleven. I see eleven eleven all the time. I see one 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 all the time. I see two 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 all the time. Uh, I see a, I see four oh five for some reason. I see that, and I. What's really crazy is, as I live, I saw it forever. Four oh five. I look at my phone, and it's always every time. Every day I look at my phone, it'll be 405 or 406. I just moved into a new apartment, and I live in apartment 405. What are the odds? Like, it was always a number that stuck out to me, and I was like, now nah, I live in 405. Wow. So, yeah, what is, what is that called? That's synchronicity. You know, that's synchronicities. When uh, I get, um, you see. I usually get, um, in. I get 7-Eleven. A lot, and I get um, 7-Eleven is the one that I've got. I used to get 7-Eleven, and I get like uh, 1, 2, 3, uh, 12, 34. 12, 34. Yeah, 11, <laughs> used to be one for me. 11, 34. What's 11, 34, you know? It's hell backwards. <laughs> it's hell backwards, oh, right? Hell. Damn. So, like, we used, to, we used to make, we used to point it out, like, as a joke. Like, oh, it's. Like it's hell time, you know. We would just, and then I kept seeing it all the time. I'm like, man, I don't want to see that number. I don't want to <laughs> see it. Stop it. 
like I always there was a point where I was like obsessed with numbers. I, I like I still kind of am. I'm not gonna lie. I still see numbers and like patterns all the time. That's weird. I get a lot of. Always... Um, what I what I get is uh, when I'm uh, speaking about sports. When I watch sports, uh, I always get. Um, I always get the eight. I, I, I like you, you know when you when you have the 24, 24 clock running out. You know when you have the twenty four. Say that again. Twenty four seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I always get like the eight. Every time I look at that, I'm like, dude, these people are like, gonna go run over the time. I always look at the clock; is always eight seconds. Like that's my to go. I, I guess my my <laughs> radar gets shot at at, at the at point eight because by by the time they make it to point eight, I'm like, okay, they're gonna. They're gonna run out the clock, or they're gonna miss the show, the shot. And it, every, every, it's dude, it's on the money. Every time, like when I watch basketball, I always look when I'm. I think they're taking too long, and it's eight seconds. So I mean, that's nothing mm. scary, but you know. I thought, uh, Kira, the number nine was the number of Satan in the Bible. But you, you know, according to the Bible, the number 666 is not the number of the beast. It's actually the number of man. Really? Yeah. I, I know 12 is real big in the Bible and 7 is like the, what is it, the, the number of completion. So like, like yes. I think, um, and then number 9 was like the number of like, I think it was for Satan. I'm almost positive. How do you? I, I want to post. A, I want to post a question for um, for those of you guys that are listening who don't adhere to any kind of religion. Um, what is your explanation of what we would consider demonic possession? If uh, if you guys don't adhere, if you, I guess so, like if there's any atheists out there or people that don't believe in any sort of religion, how mm. would you? Um, what would be your description of a of a possession? Like how? What 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 do you think would cause that? If you guys, like, what do you guys attribute it to, in other words? That's a good question. Mm -hmm. That's a very good question. Um, number nine, the Beatles, yeah. Somebody put number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Yes, I agree, Kara. It has been re rewritten and removed a lot of the good stuff out of the Bibles. We talked about that uh, a couple of days ago, and um, that's why you got to That's why you got to use discernment. And God gave you this, what they call the God particle, and it's naturally in your brain. Um, and uh. Yeah, you have you have your own discernment, and I think you kind of get it. Uh, you don't even need the, you don't really need a lot of the stuff. You can just, you know, it's like, what is it engraved in your heart and your DNA? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, example the Book of Enoch or like the the Dead Sea Scrolls. They took out what. Uh, um, past life reincarnation that was once in the Bible.
I'm just looking at. Yeah, yeah, 13 is another one that's demonic. And I think the reason why 13, why it's such a, um, I can tell, well, from what I heard, the reason why 13 is such a, uh, is because who was the, the king that, that hung everybody on the cross? Was that uh, where there was just miles and miles of people being hung on the cross? Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, I'm trying to think of what king it was. Uh, it was a I Roman know the king. Emperor, I, was it Vlad? Was it Vlad the Impaler? Oh, I think. No, 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 no. You're talking about Nero. Okay, and Nero. like he I, decided actually, to. Thirteen is my my favorite number, actually. <laughs> well, he the, the the superstition like Friday the Thirteenth was. That was when they would hang people. It was on the thirteenth day of like a Friday or something like that. Well, in the Spanish culture and and the and the land and, and Spanish culture, uh, actually, it's it's Tuesday the thirteenth. That's a bad day, not not Friday. We don't have Tuesday. We have Martes Trece, which is uh, which is uh, Tuesday the thirteenth. That's our bad bad luck number. So as a kid, when you that's were when you had the, yeah, so. Huh? You know, we had when you watch uh, when we used to watch Friday the Thirteenth. We were like, "What the hell? Why Friday? Is you supposed to be Tuesday the 13th? You know, like Friday the Thirteenth movies. Right, right. Yeah, yeah so that like, was. So I googled. I, I mean, you know, Google doesn't tell you. You know, that was what when I googled what was the meaning behind Friday the Thirteenth. That was what they told me. Google, oh, yeah, you that... never tell me the truth. Thirteenth <laughs> was when the Templars were all killed, dude. I just listened to a whole entire show of Art Bell last night about the Templars, the Night Templars. I mean, you can associate also Apollo thirteen, right? They're almost, but at least they made it back. You can tell us about luck number, yeah. but um, well, they say that they uh, ever... the, the last. <laughs> Well, that's I true. don't believe it. <laughs> the Last Supper had third. The Last Supper had a uh, thirteen guest, and the thirteenth was Judas. So, uh, you know, it's funny. A lot, a lot of buildings don't have the thirteenth floor. Man, that's that's crazy. That that it will go to that depth where, where actually architects would skip, they would skip the thirteenth floor altogether. Man, yeah, that is trippy. And that, you know, that is trippy. There's got to be something to that. You know, so you're yeah. saying, hold on, you're telling me there was 13 people at the Last Supper. I thought there was, oh, 12 plus Jesus. Well, I guess that is 13, huh? Yeah. 12 plus but, Jesus is 13. All right. All right. But then again, 14, because who took the picture, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the same with the moon landing, right? <laughs> who was the real first person on the moon? Someone had to record him getting off the spaceship. Yeah, that's funny, dude. <laughs> I have it's such funny, a like hard my, time with all of that, man. Michelangelo. What's that? People have like, no, like the the the, the Last Supper by Mac, Michelangelo. There's people that just like they they like they believe that that's like a real picture. They analyze it so much. Yeah, like <laughs> like it was. <laughs> 
Yeah, that is funny. And what, and what nice. about the uh, Talish Shroud? What do you think about that one? Wait, wait one second before we go on. Yeah, the reason. Yeah, my, I actually that's why I got the number. I got I picked the number because it had two threes in it. So I, I ended at thirteen. That's because uh, Google Voice gives you an option of numbers. So yeah, that's exactly why I picked it. And the funny thing is, when nice. my kids my my kids play sports, I always tell them to get thirteen. I just like the number. It's a cool number. And the reason I picked it, so th there was a, a there's a quarterback. His name was Kurt Warner. He played uh, football here uh, for he played football for a few years. He played for the Cardinals. He played for the Rams. And he wore number thirteen, and he was a Christian guy. And when they asked him why thirteen, uh, watching now, heck yeah, clutch. He played for the yeah. There's thirteen people now. Um, and they asked him why did you pick number thirteen, and then uh, Kurt Warner. Warner's answer was that, well, I, I believe in God. I don't believe in superstition. So number 13 just kind of shows me to keep my my faith, my focus and faith in God. And I thought, heck, yeah, I'm going to pick 13. 13 watching. Like we got a caller here. Hello? Cool. All right. Right. You are live on Strange Days Live. Who am I speaking with? My name is Brad, and these are indeed... Strange days, my friend. That's right. A couple of things before we start. We get started, and we're very thankful and grateful that you called. Uh, rule number one: please uh, abstain from any sort of profanity. And the other rule would be just to turn down the volume on your computer so we don't get that crazy Jimi Hendrix echo in the background. Copy that. Wonderful. Uh, so I'm sorry. What was what's your, what's your name? My name is Brett. Hi, Brad. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm down here in Quartzsite, living on LTV in my van. Call in radio to Dying Art. I listen to Michael Deacon a lot. He's down here in Hill Centro. Wonderful. Well, I just happened to get some internet tonight, and three days popped in. Call in radio, and you don't have a show without listeners. You have a what? I'm sorry? So I'm, well, you don't have a, a show without listeners and call-ins. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So we're very grateful that you um, that you called us. Uh, we're, 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 you know, we're a very young show, um, and we, every day it just gets uh, better and better as far as more listeners. I'm sorry about that. I'll drop the phone. Every day we get more listeners, but uh, the the calls um, the calls we appreciate because that's the heart of the show. It's to give uh, listeners access and uh, the ability to kind of share their stories with us. So we appreciate you calling, Tim. Are you still there? Well, yeah, I'm here. I'm, just, yeah, I'm, I'm listening. Here. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you. I don't want to talk too much. No, you go but ahead. And I get I get very sketchy internet out here in the desert. What uh, site. where are you about? And what are you here? Came up with that. You're in court, what, are you court, what state are you in? Arizona. Oh, wonderful. Oh, well, yeah, we can hear you great. I though. love the desert. You're coming. Well, my internet where I'm, I'm camping is kind of sketchy, but I'm a big fan of call in radio. Thank you. I appreciate you taking And you're very new. You just popped up. And 
I'm just here to support you. Thank you so that means a lot to us. Very much appreciated. Uh, Do you have well, any cool stories or anything? And... You... Oh, well, cool. I said, you got anything cool to tell us? Any cool stories or anything? Uh, you guys were talking anything. about numerology and the meaning of the numbers, and I kind of fascinated by numbers too. And I memorized your phone number and put it in my speed dial because. I'm all about cool. adventure. I love that. Tell me, have you ever encountered? Oh, you are too. Have you ever encountered anything strange that would that that would uh, that you would like to share with us? It doesn't have to be related to numerology or anything at all. We're an open show, so have you ever seen anything in disguise? Maybe while you were camping or experienced anything abnormal? Well, a couple of years ago, when I was up in Washington where there's a lot of military bases. And I spend a lot of time at night outside. Something covered the sky and it moved in slow motion. And it was silent, but it blotted out. So yeah, I've seen some strange stuff. Now this- lived a strange life, brother. This particular object- I've had boots. You've had what, I'm sorry? Are we talking UFOs here? Sure. Now, yeah. this, this particular object that you were that you, that you're telling us about, how how uh, far away from you was it? Well, I was up at twenty one hundred feet, and as big as it was, when it passed over and just blocked out the sky. And as slow as it was moving, you know, depth of perception and, you know, it's all relative. But yes, brother, I've seen a lot of strange things in my life. What else can you do? I love your show because I've had blue light come come out of my hands as I was a massage therapist back in the day doing energy work. Uh, Tell us a little bit about desert. Tell me a little bit about this blue light. I'm unfamiliar with this. Energy work, doing, you know, body work, massage therapy, hippie, EVGB. Now, is this blue light but, something, uh, is it something that uh, uh, does it have like a bad color? It, it was witnessed. No, it was very blue. I no, was a I, teaching assistant. What I wanted to ask you, and I'm sorry I keep interrupting you, but I just want to get a little bit more of the story. Is is, a, is there a bad connotation associated with the blue, or is it something that uh, that only certain people are able to to bring out of individuals? Well, the color spectrum is very complicated. So when you draw something... So where are you located at? I'm in Southern California. Oh, well, I'm in Southern Arizona. Yes, I saw that. 12 miles from the California border. I saw that. I already. I just heard your show and you intrigued me and I got cojones to call in. And That's exciting. I'm supporting you, Matt. No, and I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you for so, calling. 
Yeah, no, definitely. What did you, uh, what do you do for a living? You said you, you mentioned you used to do uh, massages. Are you still doing that right now? Oh, hell no. I, that was one of my past, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to curse. No, 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 it's okay. That's no, fine. I've done a lot. No, I've done a lot for a living. I, I'm 66 years old. I got to a point, I took my early retirement, bought a 92 Chevy G20, and I've been on the road for about five years. I like the freedom. Freedom of speech, freedom of voice. Well, you got the I right just, place. I, you're, you're with people of your same kin here because we all uh, enjoy the same things. Yeah, oh, man. I'm I loving this LTVA down at Quartzsite. It is a mind-blowing meltdown. And without disclosing too much, they're paying me to live here all winter long. Oh, okay. Are you... Um, where, where, where are you? Are you staying in a campground or you're staying in, a, in an RV? BLM land. No, I got a 92 Chevy G20 van. I see that here. BLM camping. Got it. Is that uh, cool? BLM. That long-term visitor area. What is your... Uh, bucks. What is your... Uh, how high are you? What is the quartzite? Oh, or... Don't ask how high I am. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. I said... Uh, <laughs> I wanna... You already gave me the rules. Uh, what, al dark bell. what altitude? What altitude? It's it's quartzite, uh, approximately at. Seems well, what is Google broke? No, I just don't have the the means to, to. We're at we're at sea level. Okay. I'm amazed I can even get internet out where I'm at. Now let me ask you something because you're you're pretty close to salt and sea, right? Yeah, pretty next to El Centro or Michael Deacon. Another talk show aficionado is. Yeah, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Have Have you ever been to Slab City? I've researched it. I'm not that gutsy yet. Of course, I... It's my town right now. Okay, good. Until it gets really hot. No, I'm not going to Slab City. What What I is it about? End up, you know. What is it about? We were talking about Slab City uh, yesterday, and actually, um, Tim, which is the co-host, he's uh, he's in uh, Ohio. If he makes it out here to California, we're gonna take a little trip, do a live show from Slab City. Maybe you should come. Oh, we got people down here YouTubing. I've researched it. I was going to go there, but I found a place one notch above that they're actually paying me to live here for the winter. Right. So I'm not going to slum it. I, nah. All right. You got to work for what you want. Well, we appreciate you listening. That's why I respect you. Wonderful. We respect I, you as I well. I just stumbled upon it, and it's like it's calling radio a dying art. It is a dying art. And 
It is a no dying pun intended, art. right? And you're down know, by right? the Salton Sea there. Well, oh. we appreciate your call, uh, and uh, we we thank you for listening. And uh, you're always welcome to call back. And if you encounter anything strange in Quartzsite, man, give us a call right away. Okay. Oh, everything is strange here in Quartzsite. <laughs> All right. And Slab City. Anyway. Good talking to you, brother. Likewise, take care of yourself. Amen. Likewise, peace, brother. Take you care. Take care. You too. Bye, bye, my friend. Yes, sir. God bless, man. So yeah, man, we really need to make a trek out to Slap City now. I'm more curious than I was before. Yeah, I, I'm. I, you know, I've heard. You know, there's always good and there's bad, but that the Jesus Mountain, I've got to see that. That looks so. That yeah. looks really cool. I never saw that the whole time we talked about Slab City. I never saw that. That wasn't. So, and I've watched Docs and Docs. And I never. I never saw that. Um, yeah. I've just heard of like real crazy stories about like just crazy people up there. Um, yeah. Just like it's kind of like you know. I mean, I guess you're gonna get that anywhere where there's no like law. You know. But and it's also when you go, you know, mm-hmm. there's like times to go and stuff like that. Well, now you know, bro. Um, you gotta make take, it. You gotta make it out here so we can we can do a we'll do a little uh, what is it? We'll do a little blog from uh, from from um, from Slap City, bro, for sure. That would be super cool. I'll make it up. Yeah, it's it's a goal. I'm coming out there now for sure. Definitely. Now, now you're stuck with me. Now you're stuck with me. Now you, now I'm gonna take you up on that offer. Oh heck yeah, man! 100%. Take care, Kira. Thanks for coming today, Kira. Kira's leaving us. Oh man, Let's it's good, see. Kira. Take care of yourself. Uh, peace, face, hand, purple, blue, peace, face, red, heart, shape. What's that? What is mean? that? That's what Jeannie Botto said. Hand, purple, blue, peace, face, red, heart, shape. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, by peace sign, the red heart. Maybe she wanted to put emojis, and she like said it, and they just came out or something. Oh writing. no, the thing is, no, the thing is, so you you re- I, I read the comment. I go to the site. I go to YouTube by itself because if you're reading for, if you read the comments from within the program, you just get a yeah. It's peace and love. Yeah, no, I got you. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, if you get out of, uh, yeah, just if once you get out of uh, within um, StreamYard, you're able to see. I, I, yeah, the comments get all jacked up inside of StreamYard. Have you heard of the theory that the Holy Land was in France? No. Who said that? Clutch. Just put, no. just commented that. Uh, no, Clark. Um, could you want to, um, what's it called? Uh, do you want to, like, uh, say a little, give us a little more? Or should, like. Expand. Expand on, yeah, on your thoughts. Sorry. It's okay, bro. Because it's interesting. I mean, I'm always hoping to hear what. What people got to say. Mm-hmm. 
what do you think, uh, Google? If you were to type in right now, the Holy Land was in France, what do you think it would say? Well, I'll do just that. Right. Let's just see what it says. And then we can pick it apart. We can maybe uh, see if there's any credence to what he said. Now, where was the where was the Notre Dame Cathedral? That caught in Paris. Bro, Paris. Did, did you see the the documentary on that on that fire About and the, everything that happened? The cathedral and how that how it started and how it got put out and everything that happened and how the relics got saved and all that type of stuff. Mm, no, I never, I know, I know the relics got saved, but I, I never, uh, no, tell me a little bit about that. Cause I never heard anything. Dude, it I mean, was I... so trippy. They somehow made it in and got all the relics right before it all fell down. And I guess when they first went into the church, the actual cathedral, at the mm -hmm. cross that Jesus was supposedly hung on or something of the sort was mm -hmm. the only thing that wasn't on fire in the whole entire cathedral. Really? Like they brought it out with, no, it was not on fire at all. And they saved all the, the stuff mm -hmm. under, it, it, you know, they went and got all the stuff before it collapsed. But it was started by some, like a, I forget, like a faulty wiring or something and like, you know, uh, it, I don't know. It, it, it was, it was very, very interesting. Um, I watched it on chant like a, like NBC or an ABC documentary. So you got to take it for what it's worth, sure. but it was very interesting. Just like, you know, all the stuff that happened, the timeline, the amount of people it took. And then the, the synchronicities of how like, they got it all done. The wind blowing in certain directions, or else it would have went a whole different way. Um, yeah, there was just a lot of crazy stuff to make that, you know, for them to be able to savor what they had left of it. Yeah, that's so. pretty. It's you know, it's sad when when things like that that can never be replaced um, just vanish. You know. Yeah, I, it could be that clutch, like up. Like welding up by the bell or something. It was like up above. Yeah, yeah it was like hmm. up above. It was, but yeah, that was, I remember when that happened. That was, it was really sad when that happened. Watching all that history just burn. Yeah, no, and there it's was pretty, a, it's... there was a rumor that Obama, I don't know, and I'm not saying this is true at all. So don't quote me on this. It's just what I heard. I heard Obama, and I thought I saw a picture, but, you know, with these days, whatever. But they were, like, in a boat watching it from okay. a boat. At the same oh, time. Really? So, like, they sat there in a boat and watched the, the cathedral burn down. So. Poor Obama, bro. He gets blamed for, like, everything. Yeah, well, don't all the presidents. Yeah, I everybody mean, gets blamed. I saw the funniest thing, like a Fox guy blamed, and it's kind of true in a way, but, you know, he's like, my turkey was $70 this year. Thanks, Biden. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're criticizing him for saying that, but, you know. I would just clown the news. I'd be like, hey, man, my turkey's, my, my turkey's 80 bucks this year. I'd be like, thanks, Reagan. 
Right. Right. Thank, thanks, thanks, Nixon. Way to go, Nixon. Man. Way to talk go. About a time so, it, so it was workers on the roof that caught it on fire. Okay. Wood for days. Yeah, it was. It was a wooden structure. It just went better, like, better than a fiddler on the roof, right? Right. Yeah, clutch. Yeah. You nailed the clutch. You got it, bro. Clutch knows what he's doing, man. That's exactly what's going on right now. So do you think my dad and I debate this all the time? He doesn't think it's even a possibility, but I've heard this too much to for to like do you think that uh Michelle or Michael could have uh could uh run for vice president or president she can do whatever he, uh, she wants you, you really you buy that michael thing i joke with that all the time man i don't know what i i don't yeah. know the ellen video doesn't do her any doesn't do any uh doesn't make a good case for her hammer her whatever. yeah no you see, you see the with the photoshops you see like the real pictures and then you see the pictures by uh, you know but it's um yeah but I, you I, know I the ellen video that. do you know that you know the ellen video i'm talking about right where she's, yeah, dancing. Where she's dancing yeah i don't know oh, i don't know that one uh yeah and then he yeah. called you know obama calling her mike a few times well me and michael i mean <laughs> Yeah, he said Michael one too many times. I, I don't know. I, 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 I that's dove though. That's not real because I saw the real video and she doesn't. Because uh, when I first saw that too, I had questions. Then I looked at the real video and that's just all like take, cherry you know, pick, take, taken out of context. That's what they did to Trump too. They were like Trump yeah. said, da 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 da. He was making f no. He you took that completely out of context. That is not what he meant when he said that. No, that's that's yeah, all editing, dude. I, I hate when people cherry pick like that, you know, that, come on, man, you want to make a point, you can pick anything up. Yeah, but I still exactly. Think, I, st I still question Michael, though. I, I, I'm just because I always have, I'm not going to stop now, but I, I, I would assume she's a, it's a female, but I'm still going to roll with it, though. I'm still going to roll with it. The girls are pretty. But the girls got a the, some. The girls look a lot like 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 her. Oh, I don't want to get into this topic. I don't want to get into okay. this topic. You know me. I'm a skeptic. I don't even know if that's yeah, their no, kids. I, I think. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. Clutch, you nailed it. Joan Rivers said it best. Joan Rivers yeah, said we, it we, best. We want our broadcast to last. There was a guy that went on and testified to that, and then he ended up uh, getting taken out. You know, he went and testified to Congress of having, gosh, I don't even know if you want to say it on here, like, you know, having um, relations with Obama and doing drugs with him and stuff. Did Who's you know that? Who? Cool. Uh, there was a, a guy in Chicago. It was when he was sent, when he oh, was yeah, I saw in the that. Senate. The guy that claims yeah. that he had uh, relations, uh, uh, sexual relations with Obama. Yeah, like I guess uh, they did oral on the toilet while smoking crack. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. If I, 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 I said that's that, the story. He said it in court, man. He said it in court. He said it on. He went Bro, into court. And anybody. <laughs> Anybody who has a history of smoking crack, um, I kind of take their validity of their stories lightly. Oh, yeah, for sure. I take anybody's story lightly. Anybody's. But, I mean, gosh. I mean, the fact that it was said, though. I mean, you know, yeah. that's all. Who knows? I, know. I, I don't... Listen, man, I don't believe anything. I wasn't there, and I don't put it... But I also... Don't put it past. I'm not surprised about anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't. I mean, you know, I may not. Plausible, plausible, plausible. You know. But no, I that that, that stuff. I I don't. I don't believe it, man. I think probably you know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the even the way the American people are right now. I think it would be a plus if they found out that Obama was, you know, in that kind of relationship. I, I don't think it would hurt him at all. I think it would probably help it him because... It wouldn't matter. Yeah, it wouldn't matter at all. No, because, you know, he's not running Republican. If he ran Republican, forget it, you're done. But if he's running Democrat, man, he'd probably get more votes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what um, I mean? Yeah. Pretty straight thing to say. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's just it Sorry, is it's what late. it is. Man. It's almost late. I'm Sorry, I've had a long day. I've been watching the football all day. Browns lost today. I get, I get, uh, I get low, and then I get happy. Uh, you know, and now I'm like feeling happy. But I was feeling a little low today. The Browns. Lost. Yes. No uh, shit. Clutch said that, that. Yeah, he did. He did say that on a letter. I, I read that too. I know that's uh, why I, I was laughing. That's why I was yeah, laughing I mean, so much. Yeah, no, that's that's legit. Openly, yeah, right. Openly, uh, I mean, if the world was ready for it, I think it would be about right about now. I mean, honestly. So why not bring Mike in? If uh, let's see. What does Jeannie say? All elites hang out together. What happens there is up for speculation. Exactly. Some folk left and right together laughing and doing the snow dives. Exactly. They're literally behind closed doors. They're all on the same team. At the end of the day. I mean, some of them might not. You know, it's a world stage, you know, and they're all just actors on a world stage. That's how I look at it. Like, where's giant game or it's a giant show of it's a giant reality show and everybody's acting that's how i see it i agree with that so you know all these what was that one lady real fast we can get a quick laugh who i know some people won't laugh at this but ruth bader ginsburg oh yeah is that the one that's it right okay how old was she when she passed wasn't she pretty old? Like really she was old. Born in thirty-three, like, passed in twenty-two. Was a. Yeah. I'll tell you in a minute. I got to get the facts. <laughs> I'm Mister Fact. Yeah. Eighty-seven. Yeah, he's fact. So she was only eighty-seven. RBG. Yeah, she was uh, the notorious RBG. Yes, she was eighty-seven. 
wow, man, I thought she was like 187. Like, I literally thought she was way older than that. I thought they were hiding her, her like, in a crypt somewhere. She wasn't even alive, and they were just using her as like a... I really did. Like, just kind of like... Was, uh, <laughs> I really did. I was like... She, was, she started her, her career as the Minister of Education under the Lincoln administration. Jeez. <laughs> So she fought for civil rights, like literally, right? <laughs> no kidding. She was pretty hot when she was young, man. I'm looking at her pictures. She didn't age. You know, I don't well. like her politics. Nancy Pelosi was pretty good looking when she was young, man. I think it's getting late. <laughs> what yeah, yeah. But she, Nancy Pelosi, she was a good looker, man. What kind of Sarah Palin yeah. didn't look too bad herself. <laughs> no, Sarah, Sarah Palin is very attractive. Sarah Palin is. Yeah. You think AOC is attractive? Yeah, I, absolutely. I would, for sure. I think she's attractive. You would have to, you know, people think she's crazy and have all these bad things to say about her, but she's still, she's still pretty. Some people yeah. think she's a man. I don't really think she's a man. I think the no. new, the new thing is. Everybody thinks that every female is a man these days. Like, I'll, I'll be in chats where people will be like, we'll, we'll be watching something, and they're like, oh, there's, like, a bar scene. Like, oh, that's a dude. She's a dude. Like, the whole chat, that's a dude, even though it's totally not a dude. Like, every <laughs> people are traumatized. They literally cannot tell the difference no more. People are literally traumatized, whether they know it or not. Well, that's what happens. Uh, my, uh, my wife is right now. She's on a her and her best friend and her friends. Her friends, uh, best friend's daughter, took a trip there in Thailand right now. And um, they sent pictures of you know they sent pictures around. And there's a lot of people that are beautiful, but in Thailand, I mean that's like the capital to kind of look that way, you know. Yeah. So you have to be yeah. careful because uh, the, and I, I tease her because I they call themselves lady boys. So I tell my wife, I go, be stay away from, stay away from the lady boys. Um, but yeah, they, they they do all the 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 the, the reassert the, the the surgeries and stuff there. But to each his own. But no, I, yeah, AOC is pretty. She has man. pictures. She has pictures where she looks pretty. Um, what about Bober? Like Bober? Are you a fan you of Bober? I don't know what she you looks like. You know Bobert. Like. We're really, yeah. Forgot her first. Man, uh, we're steering so far away from the paranormal. It's not even funny. <laughs> it happens sometimes. Come on, let's do it. They don't say we're actual ranking, women. We're ranking Making. like we're ranking the government who's this who's the hottest like government worker we get into that for real then we might as well go with uh melania and uh uh i don't know melania kind of looks a little bit fake bro i don't think melania was all that i just i love that like that that foreign what is she like colombian or what is she like no nah, she's uh, russian I love bro. That. she's right i, I think she's that. russian or you no, I she's, think she's Russian. Oh, I want to know, but yeah, I love that look. I like that look. What's no, she's girl? Russian. The, trust what, me. Who's the chick from Penelope? Penelope 
Cruz. She was in Blow. You know oh, what I'm yeah, talking Penelope about? She played... Yeah. Oh, she's actually man. from... She... I'm sorry, I'll think about... She's from Slovenia, uh, what used to be called Yugoslavia. She's from Slovenia. Yugoslavia. That's well, right. That's where... That's where uh, Tesla died, if I'm not mis... Wait, is that where he died? In Yugoslavia? No, te... no, no. Tesla died in New York City. Died bro. in New York? New York City. I thought so. Okay. So then where yeah. did where did he have all of his work at? When, when Donald Trump's uncle went and got all of his work in the cia was that all in new york also <laughs> yeah that was in new york um do you not yeah, believe that he was born in he's croatian <laughs> i know okay listen i know that when he, he died at the new yorker hotel uh no i know that the government went in and they took a lot of his papers but i don't know if donald trump's uncle actually was part of that gang this his name was john trump um he was a uh scientist that went in there that's one from really? my research that's what i yeah jonathan trump I knew, I knew when he passed away that they they, they went in there. he had like um so i think he had like four, i think he had like five or six um what five or six containers that 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 had notes and they're all were taken and then like three of them were given back to his family that's like the uh yeah that's, that's like the what they story. say whatever yeah. whatever I don't believe that for a heartbeat. They wanted that dude. They made that dude go crazy, so they they were just waiting for him to die so they could get all of this. Thanks to Edison, bro. You got Edison to thank for that. Him and Einstein? No, Edison. Edison's the one. I mean, he used to work for Edison, but Edison's the one that kind of gave gave him a bet. Isn't Edison the one that got him for all the uh, patents? Kind of. They work together. Um, but then Edison was the one that was all that, that used to kind of uh, make all this propaganda against AC current, saying how unsafe it was and you know how um, basically mm-hmm. like just yeah basically just uh, blackmailing him. I'm not blacklisting him because you know Edison had the DC. He he was pushing the DC current, and then and then Tesla was the inventor of the AC current, but. They used to run all these ads on how dangerous it was, and that even Edison had a um, he electrocuted a live elephant uh, to show people like how dangerous AC current was. Genie, hmm. I was I was talking about his uncle, not his dad. You're talking about oh Trump's Trump's uncle? Yeah, I Google it. I'm not I'm not just I'm not making it up. Like it's 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 common knowledge. That's like right, back in, back when um he was running, they were saying like that's how he was like able to like he was predicting this is now this is this is just whatever, but they were saying he was able to like predict a lot of stuff and did it over the years, because his you know, uncle had all this technology to time travel or something like that. Now that's the conspiracy, but the real yeah, truth like is this. his uncle. Yeah, that's the conspiracy part. But his uncle did get a hold of Tesla's work. He was one of the one of the people that first people on the scene. Hmm. Okay, here it is. So on January 9th, 1943, two days after Nikola Tesla died destitute in a New York City hotel, the FBI called MIT professor and esteemed electrical engineer John G. Trump to determine if any of the belongings of the inventor's states, which included a purported weapon of mass destruction, Tesla called the death rate would be dangerous. Yep, legit. 
Good call, man. I like pow, that. Pow, pow, Told you. Now we're going to do a show on that death ray that he got. I talked to you about that a couple of days ago. We're going to do a show about that death ray. I don't want to really get into okay. it now because we'll talk about it for probably a good hour or something. So we'll get into that on another day. But yeah, that right, so, death ray look, isn't really a death ray. So tomorrow, let's talk about the death ray. That's cool. I think we're gonna call it a day. I can send you a cool documentary on the death ray. Yeah, I got you. And I'll send you a. I gotta send you the thing on um on the twin towers how they were built. Okay, and I'm gonna send you the video of an architect. Yeah, I got a couple of the architecture people talking about it also. Um, Clutch. Yes. Yeah, there was an old novel um, named. uh, It was called The Last President. And then there was one, and it was about, and the character in the book was called Baron Trump, and they were time travelers. Yes, you're yes, right. Exactly. And that is his son. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that was written the in last, like 1900 or 1800. The last, the last president came out in 1900, Travel and Adventures of Little Baron Trump and Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey. There you go. So there's something to it. You know, I, when I said, you know, the whole time travel with Trump thing, I was just more or less, there's something to it. Not saying that I believe that he time traveled or anything, but there's like some weird synchronicities that involve that whole situation. Yeah, sure. I know. But yeah. All right, my good friend. Right. Thank you so much. Um, we'll see you guys tomorrow, 7 Pacific time here and uh, online. And uh, thank you guys for joining. Thank you for sticking out uh, with us. Thank you for uh, the gentlemen who called the show. We appreciate you listening. And tomorrow, get ready for Death Ray Day. Tomorrow's Death Ray Mondays here at Strange Days Live Colin Show. Um, you, you guys, we have... Uh, yeah, we had a good night. I, I enjoyed it. I think the sound quality is what I was worried mostly about, but I think we were able to rectify all the issues. Mr. Tim, do you have any closing thoughts or words? Nope, everybody. Uh, like I'm going to say every night, have a good night, sleep well, um, stay safe, and peace, and God bless. All right, all Tim. Guys. Take care, man. Have a, well, I'll text you tomorrow. All right, cool. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care, guys. Right, guys. Everybody be good out there. All right, take care. Bye-bye. With that being said, I got to play my outro music just to make it more official and fun. But uh, no, thank you guys for joining us. You guys mean a lot to us. I like the pace of the show, and I like um, how we're getting more and more people uh, involved. We're getting a little bit more calls, so all those things matter to us here. Um, Because that's, you know, that's the aim of the show is to make it art bellish as we can. We don't mind uh, spending to give you a good product. And uh, yeah, thumbs uh, subscribe, uh, give us a like, and please recommend the show to your friends. So that way we start building a, a bigger and bigger audience every day. Okay, guys, this is Doc signing off. Strange face. Six.